0: Ah, oh, he's ruined it. Forget it. He's <laughs> no, gone. Making me making me edit said. edit the beginning of this. Leave it in.
1: And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono. I'm Joe. I'm Jace.
2: I'm Rogan hey that's yay. weird <laughs> that's different
1: that is different a new voice wow okay rogan who are you and why are you here
2: um hi everyone <laughs> I, I won the competition <laughs> i won the competition
3: to be on versus player Congratulations! Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, you did. Congratulations. Woo. The VP and me competition. That was
1: all
3: over our
0: non-existent <laughs> social media. Yep.
1: Yep. You too could one day be in this position. Just uh, okay. write into admin or I, I want to be on versus player at versus and um, we'll make it happen.
0: Rogan once wrote a very, very lovely email. We were pen pals for a little while, you know, um, and I Until had no I clue. You ruined it for me. I was just like, oh my God, somebody actually wrote in that I don't know. And they're legit. They're asking me real questions. They're sending me pictures. It was a beautiful thing. It was a little romance going on. And then the truth came out, um, which was fine because it was still a lovely conversation uh, uh, Rogan and I had. But uh, well, for a little didn't while there, I was, was just like, you. we got a super fan. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're the real thing. And that's, that's what I buff. thought we made at Jono. I was about to quit my job and everything. But anyway.
2: It was all true, Jace. It was, it was. all true. It was oh, still all a authentic, real For sure.
0: For sure. I still,
1: I still remember it. So, so I guess the short version is Rogan and I have worked together for a while now and you've been listening since I told you about it, which is now, are we getting on three or four years? 2020, years. I think, yeah. yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah, I, I think we, day, we met a little episode. bit before that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Every episode. Did you go back in time?
0: Yes, I did. I oh, did. my. Wow. He's a super fan. It's a real thing. I'm, I'm a real oh, super fan. My faith, my faith is restored beautiful. <laughs> and, and now
1: you're our guest host for the for the evening. Welcome aboard. <laughs> this is exciting. Uh, we've got a fun-filled episode ahead for everyone, the usual fun and frivolity that we like to bring in to Good Old versus Player. We're going to talk about the hot topic on everyone's lips right now, a little bit later in the episode. If you can't guess what that is, well, you're just going to have to wait. And – We'll get into our usual. What we've been playing. i have got a, fu- a couple of fun-filled questions, not just from me, but uh, I think Rogan's got a few things he'd love to ask the panel now that he's part of it. So let's kick it off with the usual starting, uh, starting gambit, I guess. And that's besides the unnamed game that we're going to talk about <laughs> later. What have you been playing lately that you'd like to talk about?
3: Zola. I think it's. Oh, oops. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Every time. <laughs> I think
4: it'd be nice to hear from Rogan.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Let's do it.
2: Ah, what have I been playing? So, well, yes, obviously, the the just-mentioned game. But um, recently, before that, I actually started playing uh, Cyberpunk 2077 for the first time. And I know nice. you've all spoken uh, about it a lot on, on the podcast. Um, I remember buying it on Steam when it first came out and then trying to play it on my computer <laughs> <laughs> and then not touching it until, um, discovering the, uh, the Netflix, um, anime. Which and that brilliant. drew me back in. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It drew me back in, checked it out online saw that there'd been lots of, um, bug fixes. And I have, I'm still playing through it. Um, and I've actually been playing through it using a streaming service. So I've been using a uh, GE force, which nice. is allowing me to play it on my um, MacBook air, uh, which is incredible. So I can, I can put the graphics up to like psycho mode and just, and play it with a a PlayStation controller. And that's been so much fun. Love it. Beautiful game, great design. I think the gameplay is really fun and it's really interesting for me because I've traditionally not been a, 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 I guess a first person shooter player. Um, and so it's been interesting to sort of play a game like that. So that's, yeah that's one I've been playing. Then apart from that, um, I was gifted a switch sort of a a year or or two ago. And, um, I've been getting into playing a lot of the emulators. So I've been playing a lot of like NES and SNES and 64, that sort of thing. Um, and also I'm a big fan of, um, I suppose Capcom games in in general, and nice. so there's a there's a game on there called um, Capcom Arcade Stadium, and it yep. lets you play the old. Have you yeah you've you've, you've yes. played it before? Yeah, so cool. it has all the different cabinets and all the different games, and so I bought a, a bundle that had all the games in it for that. So I've been playing like Ghost and Goblins and Final Fight, 1944. You know those sort of um, you know shoot 'em up games, uh, and I also found. Um, uh, in the NES games, I found a game that I had played as a child, that I could never remember the name of it. I want to test you all and see if you've ever played this. It's called City Connection, and you're in, oh, It's a
3: platform go. where you're
2: in a where you're in a car. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, super fun game. So yeah, I mean, I've been playing uh, a bunch of that sort of stuff, older retro games, cyberpunk, and then um, obviously, you know, the game we we're all going to talk about. Yeah.
4: I can see okay. why you're friends with Jono with the older games thing there as well. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you oh, yeah. funny.
1: We don't talk about that that often, so I'm learning a little bit more. I mean, some of it I know, but some of it yeah. I don't. Um, to put some extra context into what Rogan just said, because he's downplaying it massively, he is a huge cyberpunk fan, and he, as calm as he was <laughs> just then, this guy lives and breathes cyberpunk. Are, are you wearing the shoes right now?
2: Uh, no, but I've got the uh, I've got the you got the, the nail cars. polish. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's very hairs. cool.
0: Cyberpunk yellow. Um, I just, I just went to Korea
2: and this, um, uh, a, fr- a good friend of mine did this and this is, um, cyberpunk in Korean for those listening oh, wow. at home. That's a, I'm showing off my nails for the camera. Thumbs, yeah. 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 yeah oh, cool. Yeah.
0: If we bring the thumbnails back for the episodes, that'll, that'll have to be, <laughs> I, I got, I, I want to talk about cyberpunk actually. I, I could talk to you about cyberpunk for a very long time. Cause I, I played through mm. that twice back to back, but, um, question with with the GeForce now service that you're using mm. is that's that's the full cloud one do you know roughly how much you're paying per month for that do you remember
2: yes i do it's expensive i'm paying for the top tier though yeah. so i'm paying it's uh it's $21 a month which is yeah. expensive and that gives you the full access and think it's worth no it? limits uh, for something like this absolutely because i wouldn't have the ability i, I don't have a machine yeah. that's powerful enough and i think that for something like this, like you could get into a game and play it for, you know, three months. You'd easily finish a game like that in, in three months. And then that's what, 60 something bucks? And then,
0: yeah. you know, you need to own the game on Steam as well, though, don't you, or Epic or anything yeah. like that.
4: That's but, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's got to be cheaper than getting a new graphics card every few years or whatever. Yeah, now you out a mortgage to get your graphics that's card. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What a great yeah. deal. I guess the, the limitation I, I would find in my house is my internet isn't always great. I keep on getting um, messages from Exitel. We're having another planned outage when the outage oh, goes. Um, so yeah. thanks for that, Exitel. Um, But no, yeah. like besides that, that sounds amazing. 21 bucks for access to best PC graphics. Um, like I'm, I've, you know, I told on the podcast not that long ago, um, my mate Ben came over, we built, PC. It wasn't, you know, equivalent to $25 a month. I'll tell you that it's, it's worth yes. a lot more than that. Um, so that's really cool.
0: Especially oh, since so- you can play it on a Mac is right. That's a big, yes. a big thing. Cause yeah. that's, there's not a lot of stuff on, on Steam or otherwise that, that necessarily mm. runs on a Mac and that's awesome.
2: Yeah. Or uh, okay. iPad or, or a phone. Like that's yeah. the wild thing about yeah. it. It doesn't even have to be a computer. That whole concept, I still can't get my head around it. Like from a technology perspective, I'm not playing it on my device. It's being played on a server somewhere else and it's somehow feeding the information and all the graphics, like all the ray tracing turned on, everything fed back to me instantaneously. It's really, it's incredible. Incredible.
4: It's interesting that you're saying this just the other day. I can I went down a level with Game Pass. Like we are the (gasps) biggest like fans of Game Pass. (laughs) Because (laughs) I'm talking about it and I'm just like, I'm not playing things on my PC like. I've been buying a few games, and I'm sticking to them. Like I'm playing them on console, PlayStation. Anything I play on PC, if I got time, I'm I am playing Cyberpunk. Um, or I, I I'm not like the games that are on PC and on Xbox. I'm generally playing there lately, anyway. Um, but you're right. Like I'm thinking I can just stream from the Xbox to my PC anyway. So why not just save the $5 a month when I've got time to play something else, when the game that's out at the moment isn't there, when I've kind of finished with that, which is going to be a long time away. Um, so I thought, why not just save, you know,
0: $20? Mm. Not to not to link Xbox into this again, but that was the big thing that blocked the, the Activision merger. The part that, that worried the UK the most was... Um, was was Microsoft having some sort of monopoly on cloud gaming. Hmm. And xCloud and cloud gaming is very, very well put together by Microsoft. But what Rogan is using, I I beta tested this thing. It's it's run by a company called Pentanet, which is a um, a Perth-based ISP. They're awesome uh hmm. and what they're doing and what we have in australia as well because we're like for internet we're basically a third world country as far as i'm concerned <laughs> but the fact that he's able to do this and it's relatively seamless and you're sure i'm maybe not going to play like a, a frame perfect game multiplayer game like a call of duty or something although you probably could but like i'm even i don't have a computer anymore really i mean I've, I'm, I'm using a laptop it's not a gaming laptop but i'm honestly thinking about shifting and going I, I paid for the service for a little while but i didn't have that many games on steam to really benefit from it and i'm, I'm thinking about moving back in that direction so the fact that you're able to play a game like cyberpunk and, and especially with ray tracing oh. on is nuts to me that's 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 good man yeah yeah
2: so so incredible and i think for me um you know when i first got uh, the game Back in 2020 or whenever it came out, none of these streaming services were available here as well. That was the tricky thing. I was like, oh, I'm sure maybe I could do. I think what was Google's one was it like Stadia Stadia. or something like that. I was like, oh, and none of that stuff was um was available. So yeah, they are really great. I think Pentanet and and GeForce is yeah super cool.
1: I love it. That's very cool. Um, by the way, tonight's episode was brought to us by Exitel, but they've uh, pulled out. Yeah. So, um,
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, is there any other highlights for what we're playing at the moment? Um, Rogan's given us a good start.
4: Yeah. I, I finished um, last time I said I was playing Resident Evil 4. I finished that remake. I finished that. What a You finished game. it? Oh, cool. Yeah. I, oh, it was so good. I, I've got to ask you guys like, so I don't think any of you have played the remake, correct? No. So, because my my main question I have it have is how much in terms of the three D kind of camera from the remake it was in the original? Like, did it work well in like when you played the original? It was three D camera, right? It wasn't yeah. fixed perspective or anything like that. Yeah, okay. That was- the, 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 this game then is so influential for three D platforming games. Yeah. Like, and, and just. Like this the Sony formula, let's say, or games of today. Like I was playing it like there is so much uncharted DNA in this, the, the yes. new Tomb Raider kind of style. Like any of the PlayStation, you know, story-based Last of Us sort of things as well. Um, it's there. And the pacing of this game was was brilliant. Whenever you kind of got bored with something, he's a minecart, level, essentially. Yeah. You know, having to save somebody with, you know, use different weapons in different ways um the characters were really quirky the the shopkeeper one of my favorite characters in video games he was brilliant um and they just should have given more to him but um i i really recommend that that um the remake for some people for if you've played it i guess you want to be familiar with it but for someone who's never played it um seen the influence of it knew, knew a lot of the jokes and um I, like i said last time i appreciated some of those earlier jokes they were awesome but great game just just brilliant. That's-
1: I think it's why it was such a big deal on GameCube. And if you remember rightly, like GameCube was like the bottom of the tier yeah. in its console generation. But it was also but- a bit of a,
0: it was like a kiddie kind of console, right? It was like it was still yeah. Nintendo's era uh, where they were terrified to have R rated games on anything and, and you know and it's got and a hand on it, Resident so you can carry it along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. can beat someone it with have, it. Yeah.
2: It did have a, a Mortal Kombat game, I think. I think it was like there was a, a particular GameCube only version of, of Mortal Kombat that I think was on there. And that was like when they were starting to be, Oh, maybe we'll have something. that's a little bit more adult, but yeah, it was definitely. Yeah. Definitely an interesting system. I
0: think one of the manhunt games never happened in Australia, but one of the manhunt games showed up on this thing and you could use the Wiimote and stuff to like strangle people, which is crazy. (laughs) Um, That's like, that's that's way more. In the game than in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, Didn't GameCube
2: have the have the guarantee like the lifetime guarantee? Like I remember, it was like you could like drop it off a building or something if it broke, you would get another one. I think it was one of those An Nintendo seal but, of approval.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's something that disappeared quite quickly afterwards. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, b- beautiful console. But I mean, that's the thing. Like it, it drew people towards the GameCube. That game, um, that game. Yeah, you're right. It was. I hadn't thought about it that way before, but it was very influential in well, terms of I'll, I'll tell
0: the you something. looks of a lot of games. Capcom are the masters of A remakes, um, but like the engine that they use, we talked about this in, in a previous episode, it might've been the last one, but they use RE engine for just about everything now. Yeah. Um, they're making Monster Hunter games in this thing. Uh, Street Fighter 6, I think, is built around it. I played the played uh, the beta funny for that. you should bring that up. Um, yeah. We'll talk about and, that some more later. <laughs> like, it, but it's it's crazy what Capcom are capable of doing. So many varied sort of games. You know, these frame perfect games like like Monster Hunter, and then and then I mean even Street Fighter right needs to be. Um, and then you can and then you can get something like Resident Evil and remake the entire thing. And every remake that they come out with is a true remake. It's not just you know upscale graphics and stuff like that. Like you know joe like resident evil the number four is it's like a whole new game basically it's It's following the same story and stuff but it's it's a new game
4: yeah yeah and having played two and three before it was a really nice progression and it's just it's such a different game than the other two like it's it's not really a zombie game um it's i didn't find it as scary i gotta say like the other two no particularly Resident oh, like Evil 2, like I said, that Hank or Hunk, whatever that guy's name, that mission yeah. just scared the life out of me because I died so much in that. And it was brutal when two zombies would just like start munching you i just couldn't look <laughs> it was gross but in this one it was it was cool and like you know you know i've mentioned on podcasts i love parry um in that unknown game that we're not speaking about that that you know everyone's playing mm-hmm. i love that that's got a parry in it as well like give me a parry so in a game it, right? I, I just i'm gonna let you come at me and i'm gonna try to dodge it every time and i love that <laughs> Evil, and it was really fun and it was really cool um and yeah just weird game though super weird but so I, I'm super weird.
1: So what are you playing now that you finished Resident Evil Four? Besides, oh, is it the game we cannot speak of?
4: I went on to Jedi Survivor. Um, yep. So Ooh. I played that. I, I've put that aside for now. Um, ah, that's well, interesting. We'll get into it, right? <laughs> we all know what we're talking about. You can't play an Xbox or PlayStation game and then go to the Switch. And play a oh, Switch game with that's gonna be a the whole star wrong controls. And we'll get into yeah. that later yes. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Jedi Survivor is a is it's it's a beautiful game. It, it's it's Star Wars, so it's my jam. Um the, the first game was brilliant. It, it's it's you know, follows a Dark Souls formula in you got the bonfire sort of things and people revive. It, it, but it's a very easy game until it's ridiculously, ridiculously hard. And then it's super easy again for ages. And then you just get destroyed. It, it, the balancing in this game is way out of whack. Like some bosses, no drama. Others, you really got to. I don't know. I just get lucky, I guess, sometimes. But uh, I remember that
1: from the first. Yeah. yeah
4: I, I just think the balancing is, for me, it's not right. But. Yeah, you got a lightsaber. It, you, when you're fighting stormtroopers, it should be pretty easy. Like, and, and mm. I'm, I'm glad about that. I love that. You know, it's got dismemberment. Dismemberment. I can't speak. Dismemberment. Thank you, John. Uh, that works. Hey, and um, that's really cool. The force powers are great. Um, I, I just love. Like, it's got humor to it as well. There's battle droids in it, and and they're really good with the whole silliness of those. Characters within the universe in a, in a more yeah. serious game. Um, like there was, I'm going to spoil a little part, but there's one on a cliff enjoying the view, and it's like my son let the, let it live. I didn't. Um, it's like <laughs> you, you got these little fun little moments in it that they that they give to you. There's really cool kind of off the beaten path things to do, but I guess for me. Some of the, it's it's a kind of a, not an open world game, but it's an open area game. And I'll go different directions because I want to discover things. And yeah. it's just a dead end. Um, yeah. and, and I felt like when I was playing it, I came I, there was a lot of waste of time because I want to, it's Star Wars, I want to see things. I want to come across the weird characters and droids and whatever. Um, and a lot of it was just, it was pretty, but there was nothing there. Um, so I haven't touched it for maybe two weeks. Uh, okay. and, I, and I honestly haven't missed it, but I will go back to it eventually. Yeah, but that's it for me.
1: Awesome. Um, I love how much conversation just what we're playing at the moment is brought up. So, Jace, no pressure.
0: Yeah, well, well I, I think that it's probably a half-decent segue, right? We were, we were talking a little bit about violence, and this is I promise you this is going to lead on a Street Fighter 6, but we're talking a little <laughs> bit about violence. Did anyone watch the Mortal Kombat 1 trailer today? Yeah. That's no, something else. No, I heard about it. I it's, saw the ticking yeah. clock. So uh, the violence <laughs> in video games has never really grossed me out all that much. I mean, when I was younger, and I was playing certain games, you would play a game like Mortal Kombat and gross stuff happened. And it was a little bit, you know, icky because that was the height of the graphics at the time. But you talk about uh, Joe in, in Resident Evil four, some of the violence in that actually makes you look away. It's a bit, it's a bit too much. Uh, uh, the trailer for Mortal Kombat one is something else, man. Like, for the people who don't play Mortal Kombat games, they at least end up watching some sort of supercut of all the fatalities that, that that does the rounds on the net, right? Because <laughs> that's what everybody wants to see. Um, this is real gory. Like my my wife looked away at one point. I've uh, just got a thing about thumbs in eyes. Spoiler alert. Oh, um, but like it's 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 gross. Um, in saying that, I'm probably going to play it. Um, I'm not great at fighting games, yeah. but I always I always enjoy it. Um, but you, you mentioned a, a little moment ago, Jonathan. I imagine this is a, a thing for for Rogan. You you're a Street Fighter player, are you? Or
2: yeah, yeah. Well, and well, but just fighting games in general. So I think like like you're bringing up Mortal Kombat's like really interesting because I think Ed Boon is a, kind of like a bit of a genius when it comes to marketing, and yep. so the whole creating of of Mortal Kombat and the way they've sort of like, I guess like, you know relaunched it for like a modern sort of market. Like I would have said to you, even even though I am a Capcom fan and a big fan of the Street Fighter franchise, I would have said that like Mortal Kombat 11 and 10 were, were probably my favorite fighting games for a long time. And that's kind of like sacrilege when you're a Street Fighter player, right? Like Mortal Kombat and Tekken, you meant to hate those. But Mortal Kombat has been really in a great place for a long time. And I think what they're doing with this new sort of relaunch, like going back to calling it Mortal Kombat one, you know, like graphically that trailer is really amazing. And like, that's, it's Mortal Kombat's thing, right? Like the extreme gore and the, and the violence, you know, is, is, is part of their trademark. Um, but yeah, he's been doing a lot of stuff online recently. There's been a lot of talk about like, when's this game coming out? Like a lot of weird, obscure teaser sort of stuff that he's been doing on his socials. And then they dropped, yeah, they, they dropped this, um, trailer and I'm sort of that person that anytime a fighting game comes out, you know, a trailer or whatever, people are messaging it to me before I get to see it. So my friend Tax <laughs> sent it to me the other day. I'm like, whoa, look at this, you know. And so um but yeah I think I think the Mortal Kombat um, franchise is in a really good place. They're really good just like Tekken has been in the past at putting in a lot of different modes and a lot of extra value into the game. So you know Mortal Kombat has that really cool like uh, you know, like going into the crypt and That's sort awesome. of like unlocking things that, yeah. that was something that I think might've even been on that GameCube version of, of Mortal Kombat yeah. where you would collect the coins or whatever they were and then unlock different, you know, fatalities or different, um, costumes or, uh, bits of story art or whatever. So, yeah, I think, um, Mortal Kombat is, is awesome. And I'll, I definitely will play that game and it's accessible to, um, everyone as well. It's not the same as some other fighting games. Like you don't have to be really into uh, fighting games to pick up a Mortal Kombat game and play it and and have fun. And you can, well, but even just like the fatalities, you know, like those sorts of things are like everyone gets into those. Um, But yeah, I suppose on, on the topic of, of Street Fighter, you know, Street Fighter six comes out um, next month. I think it's June 6th and that's been building for a long, long time. And I actually think it's going to be, a really excellent game, but I'd love to, yeah, just get all your thoughts about some of the stuff that happens in games these these days, because they've really, they're really doing some really wacky different stuff with street fighter this time around. And I think it's to try and bring in new players. It's almost like, I think, I think it's like a little bit, maybe like the, maybe it's like the fortnightification of (laughs) of gaming. (laughs) That's that's a fair comment.
0: I, yeah. I played mm. the, the street fighter six beta uh, before I oh, go into that. Yeah. Though, yeah. I have played it before I go into that though, Joe had a disgusted look on his face and I'm assuming Joe, you've had a quick look at mortal
4: Kombat as is, is that right? I, I just watched the trailer and yes, I totally agree. That was disgusting and <laughs> can't wait to play it. I, I agree with what Reagan said. I love where mortal Kombat is at the moment, the last few games in terms of having a story with them. That's what I played. I, I dabbled a little bit in like arcade and got de- like destroyed. Um, when I try to play online, but having an arcade mode that is there is brilliant. Um, yeah. John, the other fa- weird face I made, Jono, was when Reagan said it comes out soon. The uh, Street Fighter Six. This is the first version of street fighter six comes out soon. And then we're going to get the proper version in about three years time. Alpha that's, remix that's turbo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And it's going to cost $20 and it's going to have so many different, I, I just got the new, the street fighter, whatever edition of five that just came on PlayStation um, yeah. pluses, whatever mode they got so many tears. I'm confused where I'm at with all of that, but I just played that. And I thought I'd played all of the versions of street fighter five. And there were so many more characters there. Um, yeah. And I, I have no idea like how i missed all of that but i think that's and i, I agree like street fighter 6 and sorry jace I, I i'll let you speak in a second about it but that um mode where you fight in the street and you kind of cover it reminds me i think there was a tekken game that did that that yes, had yeah. a like a i, I love mm-hmm. Tekken. like i had volleyball and i had i think i had bowling and i had all these weird things but that yep. mode i love that in tekken it didn't work properly like and, and even mortal kombat did something like that with um they had one of those uh, games. There was one about two of the characters. Oh, what were oh, they? Yeah, Sub-Zero. It was like yes. Legends or something like that. And it didn't work perfectly because you might be facing the wrong direction. They'll be on a different plane than you. Mm. But it was cool because it was different. And I, I like that Street Fighter's trying that. And when the proper version comes out in about four years, I'll try it then. I love Street Fighter. <laughs> I, I, I love it, but I'm sorry, Capcom. I, the, when I got Street Fighter V from when I got it to when I sold it when I got the next version which actually came when I finally released the arcade mode and I played that I was happy and I'm like this is what I should have originally bought and I'm never going to do this again so I'm going to hold off on this
2: that launch was famously disastrous like like the launch of you know cyberpunk like that bad like no no additional content hardly any characters no story mode like it was really really a misstep by them so I think they're trying to Yeah. Trying to change things this time around. World tour mode is the, is the new mode where you can run around. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that mode itself is very reminiscent of Yakuza games in the way that you move around the world and you, and you, you know, you can go and buy things and buy clothing and all that sort of stuff. And I'm a sucker for anything, anything that has that. Um, and the fighting in it is just, you know, you go up to somebody, there's a level above their head, you know what you're in for. You fight them, you get to design your own fighter. Again, I'm a sucker for that. Um, <laughs> you can have your different fighting styles. And, and they are absolutely trying to get in. We'll call them the casuals, and I am one of the casuals. They have even changed mm. up the control scheme. I think one of them's, the original one is classic, and then they've got one called, I think it could be modern. It's modern, it's yep. modern. cool, you, you know. So um, that's what wow. I play with, even though I'm, you know, quarter circle back kind of, you know, kind of player. It's still, they've changed that up a little bit. That's great. Um, and yeah. it's awesome. It's super accessible. Anybody can pick it up. They needed but, to do it. Mortal Kombat is that way. Tekken has been that way for a long time and, and, and street fighter is heading in that direction.
4: But it's yeah. street fighter, like, like Hadouken. Like we all know how to do that. Yeah. You still, you still do, do... it. You don't okay. have to relearn do I, it. You, do I, you're, like, probably, you're
0: probably a classic player. You
4: know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: definitely. But it's really interesting because I think it's, um, you know, the, the fighting game community, the FGC is like a really interesting sort of niche part of the gaming world. And I think like, uh, they can be resistant to change. Like, like all of us gamers sometimes, you know, we don't like when new things come in, especially when it's trying to bring in new audiences. But I think this is going to be a really interesting moment because clearly it's what the, it's what the fighting game world needs is a fresh intake of players. And, there's been a really interesting trend when it comes to professional players for a while now where you actually have people winning like the Capcom pro tour and Evo and that sort of thing playing on standard PlayStation controllers. Mm -hmm. And that was thought to be something that was just not done. None of the Japanese players ever did that or all the pros like Daigo and the rest of them, They, they all played on, on arcade, like fight sticks, like what I play on. And, um, you know, these younger generation of players that came through, they had not grown up going to arcades.
3: Yeah. And so all they knew so was,
2: was normal console controllers. Mm-hmm. And so that's how they played and they became very effective with them. What this does is it allows for someone to buy the game or, or play the demo, whatever it is, and not have to have any specialized equipment as the first sort of, you know, obstacle. Uh, and, and they've simplified the controls in such a way that now you really only need to use, you could get away with just using the four face buttons you can still have the other, you know, the shoulder buttons programmed to do different things. And, uh, but it just simplifies it. And I think what you're actually going to start seeing is, um, you'll see players even at a professional level, just actually even playing with the modern controls. There's no reason. It's just a preference thing. Now it's just yeah. a preference. So for me, you know, Joe, if you're, you know, into using, <laughs> you know, doing the proper motions and yeah. and you know the the tactile, the feeling of the buttons and all that sort of thing, sure, you can keep playing classic, but for everyone else it makes it much more accessible. And it also makes a lot of sense when you introduce something like world tour mode, because now you're in a 3D Fortnite or you know GTA sort of a, an environment. That's it makes sense to navigate it with your with your your dual shock or whatever it is, you know, your Xbox controller.
4: It, it's so true what you said about the, how the controls make such a difference. Like if I played Street Fighter against my kids, or you know, sometimes with my wife, we, we used to play Tekken and stuff. Um, I would win, like like because I know what I'm doing there and I know yeah. how it works and and whatever. But I played what like Guilty Gear. I think it's Strive. Um, again, Strive, it was one yeah, yeah. of the PlayStation Dilio things, the subscription things there. And I played with my daughter, and I'm like, oh, I'll let her win. So she wins. Then we play again, and she beats me. And I, I was going easy, but she beats me. And I'm watching her play, and I'm like, "How are you doing these moves?" She had no idea what she was doing, but she kept on doing like this really powerful move against me. And I'm trying to replicate what she's doing. And I guess you know, there's some sort of magic in terms of what she's what the, her little hands can do. Uh, but she could beat me in this game, and it was hilarious because I was like, oh. I'll give a, you know, half health and I'll just come back and wipe the floor. With her. <laughs> uh, no, old man Joe, just get him, get him whipped. But yeah, no, I think controls, like, I, I like the idea, like, I, I, I'm glad that there's classic controls for me, but I like the idea of that, you know, more modern controls and simplifying things, let everybody come to the party and play and, you know, not every game has to be Dark Souls or, you know, even with uh, Mortal Kombat, I I know what you're saying about people love the fatalities. I think it was a shame in the last few games that the way that they simplified the fatalities was with the tokens, and then they ended up selling tokens and things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see the uh... new I'd love to see the new Mortal Kombat going back to Mortal Kombat One. Um, I with my cousin, you know, things in terms of remembering the fatalities. Like I would go to the arcade with my cousin, and we would just we would play the game. Then we'd ha- hands off. He'd walk over. He'd put in the moves. Everyone would watch the, you know, the fatalities happen on screen. It was really cool
3: back in I, the day.
0: I think from a fatality point of view, perhaps, um, uh, unfortunately, who makes more uh, more comics in Midway? Nether, NetherRealm, isn't it? They've gone. No, they've gone. Yeah. Gone. Um, who, yeah. Uh,
1: it's because Warner Brothers uh, owned a couple of comics. Yeah. yeah, it's,
0: Warner yeah Brothers. It's, Warner Brothers. it's Warner Brothers. Okay. Um, they've done something a little bit gross, and that is that they're – bundling in um, Shang Tsung as TLC straight off the bat. Uh, you did a, Goro
4: I think, in the last one, I think.
3: Yeah,
0: I don't know. I'm not, i am like, you know, Mortal Kombat's got some pretty interesting yeah. sort of third-party characters and stuff like that. There it is. Yeah, Goro in Mortal Goro, Kombat. Goro, you sure. were right.
2: Good memory, Joe.
0: Um. Yeah, they've they've done, you know, they've got the Terminator and I think they put Alien in there and they've put in like J. Robocop. Robocop, Robocop right. that's Rambo. Robocop. Charge, money. So Charge money for those as much as you want. Weatherface. Don't, don't put core characters as like a pre-order DLC type bonus thing set up. Don't do yeah. that. Um, but anyway, whatever. Yeah. That's just the state of gaming now, as long as they're not, you know <laughs> as long as they're not charging you for tokens. Although it's a little bit like putting coins in a uh, in a it's, in an arcade machine, isn't it? So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Was the question at the start that you asked, Rogan, what's our favorite uh, fighting franchise? No, no, it was, um, but that's a great question. Uh, I was going to ask
2: what you thought about, like these are all examples of what we love gaming and these and these companies that make these games having to evolve. And I think, so, you know, you, you talk about, you know, like Street Fighter, you know, bringing in these, these new sort of um, concepts. I think even, you know, like thinking about Capcom as like, a a Japanese, you know, um, game company, you know, they're usually pretty hesitant to do things like put in, you know, JC said you, you love the custom character creation. That's a bit of a weird thing for, you know, Capcom to do to let you make your own character and make it as weird as you want and then allow you to use that. And then there's screenshots and videos of that out on the internet. You know, that's very unusual. They like to control their IP usually really strongly. And so same thing with, you know, world tour, I guess the question is like, what do you think about some of the new trends in gaming and how these older franchises or older companies are having to adapt? Because I think it's, I think in this case with Street Fighter, I think it's great, but I think a lot of people who who are Street Fighter purists don't like
1: the idea of new things coming in like that. Uh, I, I, you go ahead, John, I really there. like this question. Yeah. I really like this question because it's something I've been thinking a lot about lately. Um, and because, I wish I was paid, but I have to drop Halo in every so often. Um, <laughs> um, like I, I think of my experience with Infinite lately and they tried to change things and then they got nervous and didn't and but had and ended up with this weird mishmash that didn't really satisfy anyone. Like it mm. didn't bring in new players and it left the, you know, the existing community kind of either kind of enjoying it or moving away from it in the way that it used to be a headline game for the console. It's not anymore. So um, I, I think there's an importance to bringing in um, significant change sometimes as long as maybe you're staying true to a, a core aspect of what that franchise was about. So you can totally have new gameplay. You can have new game controls as long as you're staying true to what that game really meant to you. Because um, I, would, I would love Halo Infinite even if it had gone to a Battle Royale Style like Fortnite, as long as they were giving me characters from this rich backstory that they set up in comics and books, and um, you know, spin-off games and hell, even action figures and building sets. Like there was all this stuff they could have mined. And what are they giving me instead? They're giving me weird fancy visors for free in battle passes that come up that last two weeks, and weird armors that have a backstory to them that's only hinted in a line of text and nothing more. And I'm like. Wait a second! I, there's all this other stuff that I love that you're not even using. What the hell? So I mean, that's my two cents right?
0: Yeah, accessibility is is important, and and, and accessibility has is, is become a big thing in gaming, and and that's just about you know it's not just options, mm. you know, you know whether or not it's uh, what is it grounded spider slider uh, that, that <laughs> turns into arachnophobia <laughs> mode, or Hogwarts or, or even Hogwarts as well. They had to they patched that in though, didn't they? Yeah, they patched it in. Um, Oh, wow. Or even just, you know, things to do with, you know, uh, people who are colorblind or, yeah. um, uh, you know,
4: stuff like that. Sony's um, killing that, I've got to say. Their, their, their accessibility features in their first-party games has been unbelievable. But, and and it's, it's super important. But from yeah. a m-
0: mechanically, like a, a game mode that's sort of put in there. I mean, the thing that you do with Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat or any of those games is you just separate them into different game modes. And if there yes. are, that, I mean, that's what ranked is in most video games right now, When it's especially when it comes to something that's, that's competitive. It sort of locks locks off this section of these gamers who are using a specific control scheme and the specific frame rate. And, you know, there's certain rules around how you're doing it. And, and yeah. you know, the same can be said of Call of Duty. There are people who refuse to play the latest Call of Duty, Call of Duty 55 or whatever we're up to because, um, you know, it didn't have a, a hardcore mode. People want a hardcore yeah. mode where you one shot and, and somebody dies. And then they put that in and that moves that group of people in and they can load up their game and pick the tile mm. that says hardcore. And that's where they live. That's their box. Mm. Um, but if they're saying, you know, this is the only box that should exist. This is the way it used to be. Call of Duty used to always be hardcore mode. Why do they have to change it? It's just like, there's so many different options now. Pick your game yeah. mode. Fortnite, another fantastic example. Some people mm. just don't like building in Fortnite. And yeah. I say that Fortnite is better for it without building. Yeah. Um, I love it. But I mean, if I don't think that they should get rid of building because that's what makes no. Fortnite Fortnite, it should absolutely still be there as well. Uh, you know, all, all that stuff is is super important as long as, you know, because you've got to introduce. Otherwise, things just get stale. They die off. Then they're, they're yeah. not accessible anymore. They don't make enough sales. They don't make enough money. Another game doesn't get made. And that's not what anybody wants. Mm. So,
4: yeah. Exactly. I, I think it's, something... Oh, sorry, yeah. Regan, right, you go.
2: I was just going to say, accessibility-wise, really interesting because Street Fighter Six, yeah, lots of accessibility options. They've even got a really cool... Um, it's basically like sound cues that help you gauge the distance between you and your character that you're fighting against, like different um, different sounds for different um, motions. And yeah, it's really interesting that's really cool. that that's been implemented. Really cool. Yeah, really awesome. Mm. Sorry, go, Joe.
4: No, I was just going to say, like, it's interesting, you, you guys said a lot of things that I was thinking. Like with Fortnite being the type of game that it is and how well they adapt to what's 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 hot, what's current, what's coming. Like they've got a ranked mode just coming now as well in it. Something like Street Fighter is a sort of game that it's it, it's it's been made. Street Fighter 6 has been made to have legs. Like it is not they don't want it to be like Overwatch 2, um just, you know, <laughs> dead on arrival, um essentially. Like they want it to last for years and years and like I made jokes about they, they're going to bring out different versions of it there's going to be different characters I think the problem is a lot of companies like with overwatch 2 they, they, they're trying to create these games to have legs for years and years but not everything needs to be that like resident evil 4 they brought out the mercenaries mode when Capcom unveiled that, like, or brought that out, they they know that people are going to be playing Mercenaries mode for months and months. Like, you're going to play it for a little while. You're going to try the four stages out. I've tried them once. That was enough for me. And the amount of effort they put into that was 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 justifiable for that. Like, it, I held on to it for a little bit longer. You know, was what they want people to do. Um, I think with Street Fighter VI having all these options makes sense. I think with, like I said about Sony before, a lot of their accessibility things, like when things go to PC, particularly like PC games generally sell for longer than a console game um, because PC is you know everlasting, and you got your Steam library. Like I don't know what you guys are up to with your Steam games. I can only imagine what mine is at. Like it's it's ridiculous, right? Like I used to do that thing where it was like. um, Oh, what's it called? The Humble Bundle. And I'm like, I'm buying yeah. every Humble Bundle. I'm <laughs> donating to charity. What a good person I am. And I'm just getting games all the time that <laughs> I just it's, never play. It's
3: stark
2: contrast to me who has one game in their Steam <laughs> library, which is Cyberpunk. Um, the only <laughs>
3: game you need. Yeah, that, that's yeah, you it. Give you you, you
4: win. You win Steam. Um, but no, I, I, think, I think not every game Needs to try and be as big as it is, and mm. I think sometimes where they, like I said about Bayonetta last week, where they went in a new direction with it, and it, it just, I think it just sometimes spoils it. Um, you, you play it for what you want, like you said, Jono, with Halo. Like if Halo was a battle royale, it would still play like Halo, like you would yeah. hope anyway. Um, yeah, that's it. And it, and you know, you play Fortnite, and I don't play them, but my son plays the various weird maps and things and you watch him and sometimes it's in first person like what's going on but most of the time it just plays like Fortnite. um yeah and and that's cool like you 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 play an experience for an experience and you kind of yeah want to keep that going i do i do think though that first person shooters particularly have been stale for quite a while um, and i'd love to see more variety and something new coming yeah. out i think the the last i think we spoke about it again a couple of episodes ago but the last first person shooter that really sticks to my mind is that that was different and that was cool with titanfall 2 um, yeah. for the campaign i yep. mean um, even even the single player the multiplayer where we used to play funnily enough a oh, mode we cool. called get over here which was where you had the <laughs> grappling <hook laughs> and a knife uh-huh. and we would just grapple to each other and try to stab each other and that was it um
1: Oh, I'd forgotten how much fun we used to that have with just the three of us fun.
4: chasing yeah. each other. We'd got cool. hooks
1: and knives.
2: I just had a thought. You just made me think of something talking about shooters. You know the question that you ask about um, games that don't have a sequel or aren't yes. part of a franchise? Did any of you ever play a shooter called Black?
4: I knew it yes. Black,
0: yes. Good choice. It's yes. a good one, oh, yes. Good choice. They, did, they
4: remade that, didn't they? Ah. Uh, did they I don't, know, yeah. I don't think they did Joe. I think no, they, really did. they didn't. No, no they, they,
0: they didn't get a HDR update. Oh, um, you might be right. They might have just yeah, bought it so to it was, Xbox That yeah,
2: no, yeah. <laughs> no, doesn't count you being broken. Yeah. I played that so my history with first person shooters is that I obviously played all the early PC stuff back when it was like, you know, groundbreaking stuff, right? So when it was like Doom and, you know, all those sorts of mm. games. But um, you know, as, as I moved on, I, I didn't play them as much, but I remember playing on the Xbox black yeah. and i remember it being so incredible and i think the the tagline or the pitch for the game was essentially like the guns are like the main character and it really yeah. had this kind of hollywood blockbuster style mm. like effects in the game you know things would just blow up and just look like you were playing a movie i remember loving that game and thinking it was so so great um and yeah Can't i don't really get, think it didn't have a sequel that was a good oh, one that's yeah. Yep. Back yeah, when I had an Xbox, original Xbox. Yeah.
1: It's still in my collection and it's on Game Pass, if I'm not mistaken. If it's um, a DA,
2: right? It was. Yeah, yeah. it's on Game yes. Pass. Criterion, yeah. criterion Games, yeah. DA.
1: Which is funny because I don't think of Criterion Games for black. I think of Bird DA. Out. Yes, you do. And, Great, game. And, Great game. And all those photos that Joe has of me I love that. flipping the bird or <laughs> standing on my head on the couch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, I love where this is going. I know we've got a big topic at the end and this episode is has had a lot of meat so far. So what I'd like to do is take the next couple of minutes to do some quick rapid-fire questions and some quick answers. Um, I've got one question that I want to ask that I prefaced at the start, but I know Rogan being, you know, having listened to pretty much our entire back catalogue has got to have some <laughs> questions for the three of us. So um, go ahead, Rogan. Um, I'm handing it over to you right now.
2: Okay, um, so off the back of what we were just talking about, I guess, um, yeah, you know, what are your fave what is what is your favorite genre of game? I know we all have lots. And why specifically? So I'll start us off. Um so my favorite genre of fighting game is fighting games. Uh and I think why because you have to play against your opponent. It's only ever there's only ever two of you playing. Uh, so I think that's something about it. It's not like a multiplayer game. Uh, it's competitive. There's a lot of strategy in it. It's very, um, short paced and quick. So, you know, rounds are usually only 99 seconds and you get three of them. Um, but there's almost like there's like a language that you're sort of speaking in common when, when you're playing a fighting game, if you both understand the game and it's sort of, it's like a conversation that's happening between the two of you. So I think of them as being very social, even though they're not really like necessarily online and also nostalgia plays a part of that because I grew up in arcades. So that's why my favorite genre um, of games is fighting games. What what are yours?
4: Can I ask you, what's your favorite, what's your favorite fighting game besides Marvel vs. Capcom 2? <laughs> that's <your> yes. <laughs> oh, that's
2: excellent excellent game. um well i i mean my, my favorite yeah, fighting game is is street fighter um but i really enjoy them all i definitely like mortal Kombat. i remember actually um i have a vivid memory of playing um tekken on the original playstation uh at one of those computer electronics shows that one of my friends did Dads took me to and nice. and being there and playing and playing in a three D world like that on a console rather than you know on arcade and just thinking like this is in, incredible. But there's heaps there's heaps of great fighting games. You know, Dead or Alive, you know, uh, Bloody Raw. You know, there's all there's all these obscure ones that you yeah. can play as well. And um, I think from an arcade perspective, uh, it's not Marvel vs. Capcom two, but
4: actually um, <laughs> X Men versus Street Fighter oh, was one nice. of my favorites oh, nice. to play yeah. at the
2: arcade. Um,
4: yeah. It's so it's some, so right yeah. though. Like our fighting games, there are some truly bizarre ones. I played. Um, I recently bought them's fighting herds. What a great oh, name! Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it's just like my, I'm like, kids, you want to come and see my little pony characters <laughs> fighting <laughs> each like, other? Okay, we had a bit of a fun afternoon playing that one. day off the PC. Um, I I
0: got to give a shout out a couple of fighting games. Now I've thought about it, but um, one of my favorites was a game called Rival Schools, which was on yeah, the Dreamcast. Power yeah, Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There was this game on Mega Drive, and I always forget the name of it. I feel like it was called Immortal Something, and it was Eternal one of the Champions. games. Eternal Champions. <clears throat> I love you. Um, Eternal Champions <laughs> came uh, – came, I borrowed it from a Civic video, and it came with a six-button Mega Drive controller. Yes. And that was, like, unheard of. There were extra buttons that you needed to be able to play this game. I love that controller. Um, and I always loved that one. Um, but, yeah, but one of the ones that I had – one of my one of my mates growing up, uh, uh, Brendan, he had this game. It was on um, – Oh, it could have been the Mega Drive. I don't know. It was called Balls. You ever heard of Balls? Yes.
3: It's That's the great. weirdest
0: game. Yeah, I've and seen it, it online. All, the, some all weird... the characters were made out of balls. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Which it was it? just the most, uh, I don't know if it was an S or a Z. We played a lot. The music stuck in my head. I can is still like hear the music a, to a, oh, There was that game,
4: Vector Man. It was with a Z. It was, it was a Mega Drive game. Like
0: it was weird. I think it was a little bit crude as well from memory, but it was, um, It was. was. it was a fun game.
4: Yeah there's some great videos online of just like the most obscure fighting games. Um, it's not yeah. hard to find those sorts of things. I've, that <laughs> one's come up before. I've seen one where it's like biblical or, or actually all different types of religious characters fighting each other as yeah. well. Like just some weird things. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, for me, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Good memories of that playing against Jono 2. Yes. <laughs> uh, we played a lot of that. Um, but you,
1: I think the two of you forgot the question that Reagan asked. And oh, it was, What's it's your it's favorite mine. franchise of all time? <laughs>
4: oh, not franchise. Sorry.
1: What's your genre. favorite genre of game? And yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. And why? Go on, Joe. Oh, I guess it's funny. Like for me, it, it's evolved, and it's probably been just in the last like ten years. But just the like I said before, the Sony kind of esque third person. Um, you know, not just the dad bro games, but um, like the Uncharted style action adventure. Mm. I, I love it. I love a game where it's you know got a good story. Um. I find the third-person mode, like just seeing a character, I like that more than first-person nowadays. Um, It's generally a bit slower-paced, that you don't have to be as precise with your shooting than you do with something like... You know, Call of Duty or whatnot. Um, and I think in terms of where the where video games are at nowadays, the budget that's put into a lot of these games is enormous. Um, like what Sony have done. Like and I'd I'd put Spider Man in that kind of Mm. style of game. Um just experiences you can only get in video games. Like, look at Red Dead Redemption Two. Like Jack Black just did that amazing song um, oh. <laughs> about video games. Yes, and and he my language. Like, you know, I don't have time for video games, but that, that that was like that was something you just had to do. Like that game yeah. was like a, like a, a life experience, and we spoke about it on the podcast. Like it's something that will stick with me forever. Like what a incredible thing to have got to experience to be a part of. Um, but yeah, I, I think just a third person kind of action adventure genre would, be, would and, be my answer.
2: And those sort of are like shared experiences in the sense that you're all playing that game at the time and you're all having that exploration and that discovery. So mm. together, even if you're not actually, you know, you're, yeah. you're not both controlling the game, but you can talk to your friends about it. We all played Red Dead Redemption at the same yeah. time. We all had that amazing yeah, experience. Yeah, that's cool. Um,
0: Jace. Jace. Jace i don't know it's hard right i guess i'll it's a toss-up between like metroidvania type games like you know yeah. castlevania metroid or in the blind forest surprised. that kind of stuff uh, so am i actually i was thinking about it because i i didn't want to be lame and just go oh, it's this one and then it's this one and then it's this one but i guess in terms of games that actually just suck me in like i'll, I'll you know i don't actively seek out these titles these metroidvania games but when i do I sit down and I yeah. play them for days until I've done absolutely everything. I very rarely am drawn to a hundred percent anything, but then you go back and play something like Castlevania symphony of the night and you have to get your 102% or whatever it is, or 108 or some ridiculous percentage that, that they put into it. Um, I, I don't know. Um, it's weird. Cause I've never played a Metroid game. Like I've never played Metroid. But it sucks me in. I don't know. Um, I mean, other than that, it's all just nostalgia type things. Like, I mean, I'm a sucker for like um people some people call them like farming sims and that's like Harvest Moon and, and Stardew Valley. Um but I would probably mm, call them sarchy. more like slice of life
4: type of games. Yeah. Um that, where that's you what just I sort of That's what I thought you was what you that, would say. That, Something like that, a mm. bit of building, a bit of exploration, a bit of like player agency in terms of where you go and what you do and how you tackle things. And I guess we'll talk about that again. Ellie,
1: you could even chuck Subnautica into that. Yes, that you, exactly you, you, you could, yeah. you
0: could potentially do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, animal crossing and all that sort of stuff. And again, if they don't make, well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, way. like they don't, they don't really make a lot of those games. Like they're becoming more popular now. And I think mm. Stardew Valley, sort of made that happen truth be told and and that isn't just a farming game it is very much a slice of life game mm. but i don't know if slice of life is a genre um yeah. if it is then that's the answer um but otherwise there's just something chase, about a, a metroidvania sure. that sucks me in chase you might have just coined the genre and maybe because it always takes one person and
1: you might have just done it um, uh, so yeah, just maybe. remember that everyone maybe <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. certainly an, an
4: anime genre so why not a video game
1: one <laughs> yeah
3: yeah true yeah. Jace, do you think
4: that's
2: about like, is that about like being, is it the problem solving or like the resource management or like the, the productive sort of nature of, of those sorts of games. Like, is that, is that part of it?
0: Um, I mean, I don't know how much time we got. We could go back to when I was eight years old and I was at Target in Leichhardt and I convinced my godmother to buy a Harvest Moon, which was $99, um, which was all the money in the entire world. always been expensive. Um, yeah. I feel like I need to be in an armchair. I, I, what, what are those chairs you're going to say? <laughs> back, um, yeah, back in my Yeah. Back in my I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, there's just something about mm. it that um, I'll, I'll tell you what, if I sum it up in one word, it's the fuzzies. Those games give me the fuzzies. That's what it is. Mm. Um, and there's just something about it that 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 sort of just sucks me into that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's I don't know. It's there's something deep, deep inside that's yeah. <laughs> that, that gives me gives me that. Yeah.
4: It's funny you say the fuzzies. Though I was saying to to uh, my wife, like not like that long ago, about how much I love like a good 2D platformer every now and then. Mm. Like a 2D platformer comes along and it sticks with me, and I just I just want to go. Just play nothing else but that for a while, um, but I feel like that's you know few and far between nowadays. Like Rayman Legends is one of my favorite games of all time, yes. um, and I think a lot more, more
0: more of that sort of thing. But sorry, there, there was a there was a game on PlayStation Two called Dark Cloud, um, and I yeah. hated the fighting in that game. Uh, so my my mate would do the fighting part, and I did the town building bit, and it was just <laughs> something about that that I that I that's always awesome. liked. And those games again, you could. the the closest thing you could ever have to that was like maybe the original Sims and that was on PC and that came out Uh. much later. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know what the appeal is there. It's almost like, you know, you're sort of setting up shop or setting up house and, you know, going out on these adventures. And and a lot of games have these little slice of life moments. But I mean, you know, I mean, Red Dead 2 has loads of that stuff.
3: Just setting up camp out in
0: the wild and being able to go and hunt something. And the actual, I was one of the people that was completely fine with how long it took to skin a deer. Um, I know (laughs) not everybody has that kind of time and I certainly didn't either, but uh, it, there was just something appealing about that and the atmosphere that comes with it. So I think it's these these little sort of, these slice of life components in games that, that are very mm-hmm. appealing. Yeah. There's a lot of
4: crossover I, there, isn't there? Sorry, Tori. So, yeah.
1: so much crossover. And and it's one of the reasons that I somehow put myself into coming last in answering this question because I was totally going to get down the lame route and I'd probably still am going to, of where Jace was saying, yeah, it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And Jace found an elegant way to do exactly that. You bastard. But um, <laughs> Because but, but I look at, and you're all aware of this, but I play, what I'm playing at any point in time shifts very quickly. So I'll go from an RTS to an open world game, to um, a slice of life game, to a military action shooter. And it really depends on what I'm craving at any point in time. Uh, so I, I found it really hard to boil it down to one genre that i absolutely love in fact often i'd love that they just jam more of those genres together into one big game but you know you're gonna do that really well so um if i was you know put on the spot and forced to pick one i'm gonna say it'd be um surprisingly enough like a military action style game and that doesn't encompass a lot of things because it could be an RTS through to a first person shooter to a third person action adventure game. But, um, you know, I've always found it really hard to boil it down to a particular genre because it's really a mood defining thing. And I guess how much power I want to feel like I've got, it kind of gives me agency and a a sense of direction and maybe um, more than I have in my life at that point in time. And that's why I play games. It it gives Mm -hmm. me, you know, that moment to be, the person that everyone depends upon, even if life doesn't feel like that. That was of, a good.
2: That was a good thematic yeah. sidestep of. <laughs> you um, know I sort of like put them yeah. all under one umbrella. Oh, Military probably. action. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: But,
3: yeah. That's cool. But but
4: you're, but- you're so right, Jonny. Like genres are so blurred nowadays. Yeah. Like, like, i Think um, about something like Ghost of Tsushima, and there was you know different things that you could do in that game, and. You know, I I compare that to Uncharted, which is very linear, and that's more where my interests lie. Like, I I love it more. I'm following a story that just tell me what story you want to tell me and I'll experience it. Um, But, yeah, some of these, like, like, some of these games are, are so, like I said Red Dead, but really... Is Red Dead an action adventure game? Probably, you wouldn't say. No. I think it's an RPG, actually. Yeah, which is exactly. weird
3: because
0: yeah. RPGs once upon a time were a whole bunch of numbers flying up on a screen and turn-based yeah. battles, and now it's like mm. everything's a little bit of an RPG. Yeah, but, but how strange, does it look?
4: It? How does it play? Well, it, mm. you know, it's almost got tank controls at times. So I think it's some of the you know the yeah. way you turn in that game, but yeah, it's it, it's 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 across so many different genres. Well, I think
1: I think Mass Effect and and even further back than that, uh, Knights of the Old Republic were games that were starting to change that. Yeah the idea of what we thought of in an RPG and started to hide those numbers in the background. Everything's
4: an RPG now. Like like even even Uncharted 4, not that it meant anything, but you had options for dialogue. Like why do they do that? You didn't need to do that. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. Like everything's got those elements. Even everything's got like Metroidvania sort of – well, everything, but a lot of things have Metroidvania sorts of elements as well. Like Red Dead had that too where you couldn't do certain things until you got certain – abilities or characters or the story wanted you to do that sort of thing at I that got stage drunk.
3: yes
2: yeah. <laughs> joe i had and, uh, ghost of tsushima as um as the standalone game uh that was the first thing that i wrote down when you said that in the last podcast but it's not it had a it had a remake didn't it, it had a direct uh, sorry director's cut had a director's cut
4: and it had um, dlc as well beaky island we should, that was good yeah we're uh, making a movie a so they got to make a new game as well um what for a sure. game Surely. Yeah. Beautiful. Great game. Great
1: game. Okay. Rogan, I'm going to give you one more question. I'll dive into the last one because we keep skirting so close to our main topic.
3: <laughs> I mean, have
1: it's have been to a while since it. we've
0: done this. Unless someone's <laughs> got something else to do, I'm, I'm happy to stick around. Know, for this one. <laughs> I'm happy to keep doing that. We're going to have to too. make
2: this, this is a three episode uh, three party, <laughs> podcast.
1: Yeah. Or, Rogan, or, you just come back. Yeah. yeah it. Sure, sure sure sure. Yeah, sure. sure, sure. We can do Uh
2: So, just me, me asking another question? Go for it. Um, okay. Well, how about this? This isn't some, yeah, this is kind of like a quiz question. So this is really super obscure. I was, I was hoping that one of you was going to say first-person shooter and Halo is the best game ever made. That's what <laughs> I was know. hoping for, but someone sidestepped that. Um, yeah, totally. So here's a quiz question for you, a bit of trivia. What was the game that was like the spiritual sort of predecessor to Halo, it's a very tricky very Durandal, tricky one, but... wasn't it? Oh, I... or Marathon, Marathon. Or whatever it's called. Marathon, Durandal. Yeah, Marathon. You got it, Marathon. A... Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Marathon. So this came up in like a, a article for me a couple of days ago. It was talking about like old old games that you could get on on your Mac, and this was yeah Marathon. It was a a Mac
1: first sort of title, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then I think Bungie then got. Taken over by Microsoft or something. And then Actually, that's just when before they-
1: that happened, they announced Halo as an RTS at Macworld. They did, and then wow. it was it was seriously a year later that Microsoft bought Bungie and said, "Hey, that Halo game, make it a first person shooter and put it on our first, our first console."
2: So yeah. I had no idea about that, that history at all. I did, I did not realize it until there's stumbled videos on YouTube. Up.
3: Look it up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well
2: done. Well done, Jace. That was good. That was 1994
0: marathon came out. Yeah. So there was a sequel. I'm just looking at it here. Marathon Two Durandal was the second mm. one that came out in 1995, which is the only one I've played. Um, and it's on
1: Xbox arcade. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Cool.
0: Um. And I also had a
2: few others for the uh, what's a you know standalone game because I thought that was super fun on the podcast when you were doing that and just shooting everything down. Um, so I think like there's probably like a lot of arcade games that fall into the category of like not necessarily having a sequel, but then of yeah. course they've all been released on consoles. So then I realized they're all disqualified. So I had two that I thought of. One was Comics Zone. Do you remember oh, the game? Yes. Comics Zone. Yes. yeah it's So difficult ripping off the pages. Yes. The rats. So or- hard. I yeah, I thought call. that game was incredible, and I think yeah. it, it ended up being on like maybe Mega Drive or something like that. But it was what, in the what a cool as well. style! Yeah. Like what a cool style for a game, and it did they so much with graphics for back then. And yeah, it was just so out of the box. Um, and then the Literally. classic <laughs> alter yeah, totally. Uh, and then altered beast. Altered beast had one. a sequel.
4: Yeah, it did sequel. have a sequel. Yeah. Uh, <sighs>
2: And then, I, oh, and then I thought Postal and I looked that up and it had four sequels Yeah,
3: I was like, there's yeah.
4: wow, yeah. wow. There's like a, there's, yeah. there's a, like a, a I think a, either this year or last year, Postal game came out as well. Like that, yeah. that no, is no still going. Why? Each sequel knows. more
1: forgettable than the last.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, um, <laughs> a, a copy,
0: a burnt copy of that game made its rounds around my school on CD-ROM. Oh, Postal, fantastic. Postal 2 and everyone was like sharing it and playing it and loading up because you needed the CD back then to play it. Was the outcry,
2: the outcry at the time when that game came out and now you think about what games
1: are like. So it's yeah. yes. No, it's
0: nothing.
1: I lasted like five minutes in
4: watching that movie as well. That is, <laughs> I,
1: I didn't even try. That's U-Bowl, isn't it? U-Bowl, um, yeah.
4: Can I just say before we move on to the other topic, speaking of movies, we spoke about Mario movie, Dungeons and Dragons, whatever it's called. Honor Among Thieves. That's so oh, yeah, about, yeah. amazing! Amazing, amazing yeah, movie. Really, incredible. I went with my wife. We had the best time. So funny, just brilliant. Like you don't need to know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. I was like, oh, I know that reference. I, I've, you know, been to those <laughs> places in video games, um, but that doesn't matter. It was so much fun. Uh, Chris Pine is fast becoming my favorite Chris from being absolutely. Bottom of the barrel, my like Chris's back in the day. He's he's <laughs> brilliant in this movie. Um, everyone was Michelle Rodriguez um, is always good. We're watching Fast and the Furious again. She's the best. Yeah, I was happy um, to
1: say that. Yeah, but <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, such a good movie. It seems movie. like the sort of thing that sh- sounds like straight to
0: DVD. It does. Um, and there were Dungeons and Dragons. Right. There were yeah, three of them before yeah. this yeah, one, yeah, yeah. and they were absolutely straight to DVD. But this, yep. yeah, th- this is going to start something. I think they were testing the waters with this, and while it didn't, I don't think it did as well as they they were hoping for. Um, no, I think, I think it's one of those things that's going to end up having a cult following and they'll, they'll hopefully totally another one. I think yeah. once
4: it comes to streaming, this movie is going to, because it, because the effects in it and the, and the cast and everything is, is incredible. And there's a really fun, I won't say, but there's some really fun actors in this movie um, yeah. that if you don't know who are in it, just don't want, don't worry, just go and watch this movie. It's, it's yeah. certainly worth a watch. Um, I think it's one of the most surprising and fun you know i can't wait to watch with my kids there was a couple of little scary things but that'll be all right um you know yeah. and even other video game references sort of in it oh, Nice, uh, well, I, I, I would say um video game movies have had a
0: rough go for a long time so yes. it's nice that you know and i know that this is like a tabletop yeah. rpg but whatever it's a video
4: game movie so yeah it's got the video uh, game parts to in it there yeah, too but um yeah, just sure. really cool
2: well you've convinced me I'm going to go see it. I was not sure at all. It's I used fun. to play a lot of D&D and I was like, this will be terrible like all the rest of them, but you've convinced <laughs> no, no. me. We're going to go fun see
4: movie. it. Fun movie. Really fun movie. Yeah. All
1: right. I have that final question before we move on to a topic that's been hanging on for way too long because um, we're all ready to talk about it. But here's my big question. It's quite different from anything we've talked about tonight. What game have you always wanted to play that was never played published in English. Now I'm going to kick it off because I have three examples that I'd like to talk about. The first one I haven't got and I haven't cracked on yet. And that's, um, I can't pronounce it. So I'm just going to tell you the English title because it actually got an English translation that changed and that was called elite beat agents, but it had, if anyone can pronounce what elite beat agents is called in Japan, it's got a very different title. All the songs in that are Japanese and a different, style. So like some of the story changes as well, and they're meant to be quite different experiences while still being quite similar. So I always wished I got a chance to play that Japanese game. I don't think it needed to be translated, but two that I've got in my collection, one very recently and one that I've had for oh, well over almost 15 years is um, uh, two PSP games. So the first one mm. I'm showing the boys right now is Macross Ace Frontier, which I picked up in Japan in 2008 when Macross Frontier, the TV series first came out, which I only just watched in the last two weeks and I loved it. And it's given me a new appreciation for this game. I've gone back in to play the the Frontier sections because this covered Macross across its 30 years at the time. Um, and for me, the first Macross TV series is the start of Robotech.
3: Mm. Yep. Mm. And so uh, I
1: absolutely love this. I would love an English one because I've played it through in Japanese. I don't know what's going on in the story besides what I've seen in the cartoons. And I can just navigate the menus, but the gameplay was fun.
4: Sure looks like it's in uh, English to me, Johnny. No? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. I read that. Can I read Japanese all of a sudden? You can, Joe. Yeah. Okay. You're not let having a stroke. Turn, you can read Japanese. Let me turn to the yes. back and
1: tell me what oh, you think. Oh, no, about. I cannot oh, anymore. Okay. okay. No. That, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, this other one I think is going to excite Joe. I picked it up on eBay for a reasonable price just the other week. And I know it's going to have next to no English, but I just want to experience it. And this is one I'd really love to see translated. And this is Neon Genesis. I was Genesis. hoping
3: that's what
4: it would be. That's my answer, John. Uh, you just—that's what I was looking up before.
1: So it's Neon nice. Genesis, another code two. It was done on PlayStation two as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weird combination of like Life Simulator. Yeah, and you run around as the Ava as well.
4: Yeah, I believe that's part of a like a spinoff manga series that they—they've yes. do. they, they, done a lot of them, and I've read. Pretty much I think I've read all of them actually. I'm, I'm actually reading the original Evangelion comics again now. Ooh. Um I'm up to about about maybe a third of the way through. Um I've read them before. I read them a long time ago and it's cool, like it's got different elements, but it follows the same story as the as the show. But they did a lot of a lot of manga which were what if mangas and yes. little things change. Shinji's sometimes happy. Um
1: Apparently this happened. <laughs> apparently, there's like different love paths you can have with him. So you can have him be yeah. happy with a Soaker, and then uh, happy with someone Oscar, else. And yeah. Soaker gets pissed off. Oscar, sorry, not yeah. Ahsoka. So it's a slice anyway. of life game, Joe. That's Star Wars. That yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay. so all the genres in my life just yeah. crossing. Um, yeah. But Joe, I'd love to actually sit down and play this with you. I'd love to, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's You're do be that sometime. around a PSP. Well, it, it's close. so I'm really uh, so. Just to tie off my bit, there's another thing coming in the mail, and I actually found out that there were some Macross games that were released on a hybrid Blu-ray disc. And I don't know if you've ever heard of hybrid Blu-ray discs, because I don't think they got much of a showing outside of Japan. But what they are, they're a Blu-ray movie that happened to have a PS3 game encoded on the disc because there was enough room for both.
3: Wow. Wow. And
1: so... The one I found was from an Australian seller and it's of that Macross Frontier series i just finished watching. It's actually this, the first of two movies that ended the series and completely gave a new plotline, like sort of revisited the, the TV series, but changed the plot along the way, kind of like what they've done with Neon Genesis. So this is the first movie on the disc, but on it is a full PS3 uh, game um, that lets you fly around in the ships. And it's the PS3 version of Ace Frontier essentially. So it's, I got it for like 30 bucks. It's on its That's way in the cool. mail now. I'm going to chuck it in my PS3 and have a go. I can't wait because um, hopefully by all accounts, it's region free. So I should be able to so, watch. Sorry.
4: The- you can put this disc in a Blu-ray player and it plays a and movie. it plays a movie. You put, you put it in the, the PS3, place. you get a choice. That sounds like there was a game that did that and they had. Monster Rancho. They, they put um, a South Park episode on the disc and then oh, people right. figured that oh. out, and and that was like that was really bad, and they had to recall the game because they were like, well, you can't do that. But um, that's really cool. Never heard of that, Jono.
1: There's about eight um that I can find really oh. well known hybrid discs. Again, all Japanese. Um, I don't. I don't know what it is. An interesting little corner.
0: I don't know what it is that does that. I, I did say Monster Rancher a second ago, but for those of you that haven't played it or I'm sure I've mentioned it before, Monster Rancher was basically a game where you raise monsters a little bit like Pokemon, but you put in music CDs, and the music CD that you put in gave you a monster. So, you could put in like Mariah Carey's oh. or for Christmas, which everybody owns, right? And then, <laughs> no. um, and no. then uh, yeah, I'll got get you, talk, I'll, I'll get you a copy. I've got loads of them over here. Um, and, and then you would get like maybe like a Christmas theme kind of monster to it. And then you could put in like a Limp Biscuit CD. Again, everybody has a Limp Biscuit CD. Um, and, and you'd get some sort of wacky kind of monster that related to that. And there was a big list of of like games that you could put in uh, of CDs you could put in and you would it would produce right. a monster, which was which That's was crazy. So cool. It was a such an obscure
1: thing, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um as a as short aside, hybrid discs that are no some of the more common ones were Tekken Hybrid had one, uh two really? Macross games, Phineas what, what and Herb across the that? second dimension.
3: Wow.
1: Um I don't know. And uh, like, Top Gun Hardlock.
4: What came was- with Top Gun the movie?
1: I don't know. It's. Uh, I'll look into it some more. But there was a uh, Top Gun. This is unbelievable. It's called Top Gun Hardlock. Apparently, it had a hybrid game on it as well. I hey, now,
4: now, I'm thinking this is such a great idea. Sorry, Jace, but I can see why it didn't take on. Because why would you sell two things with one with one product? <laughs> why would you just like sell them separate and make more money? That, that I just answered my own question. There we go. That's why. It didn't so that's work.
1: why
0: it didn't take, Sorry, take off Yeah. Uh, no, I just remember you could put a lot of PS1, I think PS2 games into CD players, and I would play music as well, music oh, from the games. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty I remember cool. Remember that?
4: No. Yeah, yeah, that was cool.
1: Oh, there was a Days of Thunder one. Hmm. You got the movie, and then some really bad NASCAR game.
3: <laughs> so know, there no, were a few that happened it.
1: outside Japan, but not a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, but that's that's um, my question. So it, I, it looks like I killed Joe's question, but no, no, Joe's no, no, answer. I've got one actually. Go oh, no, on, was- on, Joe.
4: There was a disaster game. I, I tried to look it up before because John, I mentioned this was going to be the question. I couldn't find it, but there was a disaster game. Yeah. Um, it was a Japanese game, and in it, but they had a series of them. But yep. then they had one where there were angels from Neon Genesis in it, and and there were Eva oh, as well. You're talking so about you were Disaster the, Report. Is that what? It's it, called that, Disaster oh, Report. There's a stack yeah. of them, and one of them came out here. Uh, yeah. I
0: think it might have been on the Wii, maybe. This was forever yes, it was. ago. Like yeah, I there's a lot like of them. There's like the, the most recent earth. one was actually it's on Steam at the moment. It's called Disaster Report for Summer Memories. I can yeah. play this game. You can play. Yeah. You can play number four. Yeah, oh, M- maybe not the one you're looking
4: for <laughs> yeah. with the Ava. Now this was super old. Um, and yeah, yeah. It, well, I, I the angels. It was really cool. Like it looked cool. Oh, you I, were the, I, don't, you I don't
0: know if your one was the same, but there's there's one, yeah. there's a specific series about disasters and that's yeah, what. Yeah, and you're the, just
4: like a person on the ground. You're not fighting yeah, them or yeah, anything. Yes. You're just, yeah.
0: that's the thing. Yep. That's the one. Thank you, Chase. Yeah, Disaster Reports, the series. Yeah. No, they, they did a, they did an English one, but for like one of the later ones. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, my one is called, oh geez, Boko no Natsu Yumasumi. I think that's is how you pronounce that. it. Um, and it roughly translates to My Summer Vacation. Yeah. Um, and it is about a boy uh, who a is on a summer life. vacation. And that is the end of that. <laughs> um, uh, now, the, the problem is there's a series of these. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a lover three, game. Three or four, um, beautiful, beautiful art, stunning game. The problem is it's, it's all in Japanese and it's very, very text heavy. Uh, mm. But thankfully, very recently, a, a, a favorite of mine, a, a guy named Tim Rogers, did a review on the series. It's a six hours and 12 minutes video. Uh, on YouTube going over the entire series and almost scene for scene of what happens in each game. Wow. <laughs> and it's it's Brilliant. just a bizarre like I don't know if you guys have heard any Tim Rogers do any reviews. I think he did one on Cyberpunk. If you haven't seen it Rogan, you gotta watch a Tim Rogers review on Cyberpunk. He okay. delves into neuromancer and, and and all that back sort of oh, stuff. Wow. Um cool. but he he goes hard on reviews. Like it's six hours is nothing to yeah. him. Uh, and so I got to to live that game. Because uh, this was a game that I wanted. I saw it in a, in a magazine, Electronic Gaming Monthly, which is no longer a yes, thing. Yes. No. I saw it in a magazine when I was a kid uh, and it was talking about it and the, the cover art on that really, really struck me and I'd always wanted to play it. So that's, mm. that's how I've got to do it. I don't think I'm quite on the emulator uh, fan patch version of this. Uh, I'm sure that there is one out there, but mm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Just a kid on vacation catching bugs. I think it's kind of the uh, the predecessor, to like Animal Crossing and stuff like that. But
1: I'm amazed funny. one of you didn't say the original Mother games. Well,
0: Mother Three <laughs> got translated. That's the problem. I was going to say Mother Three, but they got translated, mm-hmm. so I don't know if that counts.
2: Yeah, it's not as much of a, a problem now. Hey, like there's a lot more translation in games, mm-hmm. so we're not really having that that issue as much. Like I was just trying to think of some from the past, and I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure there was that PS2 version of like Ghost in the Shell. That I wanted to play that was that was only in Japanese at the time, but now I've looked it up and yep, there's English versions of it. I remember the um that game we had the really full on controller, it was called um Steel Battalion. Oh Steel Battalion. Battalion. And that for a while I think was yeah, and then I've just looked it up and like, oh, it was on Xbox, you could get that in English as well.
0: But that um that control pad thing was ridiculous. Mm. It was like six, seven hundred bucks. Um, yeah. like
2: being yeah. inside a proper mech or a tank yeah, yeah, it's yeah so cool yeah. Um, yeah. and then i guess some of the i think there's often i look for uh, switch games and there's a lot of the gundam series yeah. that you don't that you that isn't translated so that, that'd probably be a gundam game for me but yeah most most fighting games are, you know it, yeah, it doesn't really it doesn't really matter so much if yeah. Oh, not. yeah yeah <laughs> but start, also they, they, the top one yeah. looks like
0: go and then yeah
2: yeah anyway, i yeah. actually i like that about the um Capcom Arcade Stadium, the way that you can switch the ROMs in that, and so you uh, can either the play Japanese the game the- in the English or the Japanese version, which is quite cool. Um, but yeah, not
1: so much of a problem these days. Um, I, funny that you mentioned the Gundam games because those Macross ones that I was talking about and showed you are all built off the engine they use for most Gundam games. It was the same yeah. developed, the same um, platform holder that used it. So yeah, interesting. That's really cool. I love that. Okay, we've dallied about enough. Zelda's come out. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, The Legend of Zelda has been released. I really want to hear your thoughts. Give me, I'd I'd love to hear from the three of you, one, one sentence on what's drawn you in the most so far. We're going to talk more about it, but start off with just one sentence of, you know, what's been the experience you've had with it.
2: I'll go first, <laughs> so you don't steal. <laughs> so you don't steal mine.
3: <laughs>
2: um, one sentence would be: it's cozy and familiar, with cool new features and content that make it fresh.
3: Ooh, that's uh,
0: mine. It's oozing with charm.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, and it is mechanically the best video game I've ever played. Yeah, B-
4: besides, agreed. Those terrible Switch controls. It's so hard. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I, it, my the, brain the, has such a hard time. That's a separate thing. Nintendo separate controllers thing. suck. That's a separate thing. And and sorry, mechanically, it's the best game yes, I've played. Yes, you are. You are certainly right. Um, I think for me, I I I didn't like Breath of the Wild. Uh, I've said that before. I I just couldn't get into it. Um, this game is phenomenal. It, it, it's just that's fun to play. So weird to
0: me that it's, you like this so and so don't weird. like of the
4: Wild. <laughs> yeah. That's real strange. This game just did it have the same abilities in the first game. It's similar. Some, no. are different. Yeah, See, what I like in this is like I, I think every moment of this game is can can doesn't have to, but everything can require thought. And I like that. Like mm. I can go, I can just go into a battle and swing my little thing, whatever weapon I'm holding. <laughs> but I can also thanks John. Or, right. <laughs> or I can pick up a rock, you know, use some powers with it or whatever, but stick, it's just, it, to, it, just, stick it to a claymore. And now it's, it, a it's, hammer. it's fun to experiment. Mm. It's fun to explore. Um, that's what I'll say about it.
1: Um, you know, what I love about those three comments. Um, Nintendo Australia, because I know you're listening. Feel free to use them on the ga- uh, the player's choice version of this game when you release it. Um versus player says and then there's just Whatever,
4: swing my little thing around. It's swing my little thing around. Yeah. So much fun to swing that thing around. Donno?
1: Um I okay. I enjoyed Breath of the Wild, but the biggest struggle I had is I got it probably about what was it, six to 12 months behind you guys. And we talked about it so much in the podcast. And this was back in the days when before pandemics and before life and uh, family and stuff uh, sort of really stopped us getting together to do these podcasts uh, in person, which I'm sure we'll get to do sometime in the future, maybe the 100th episode, uh, which is what, (laughs) two episodes away. Um, (laughs) I remember you all showing me scenes from breath of the wild and taking me through parts of the game and so by the time i got my copy i really loved it but at the same time i was like there's so much here and i've already seen stuff well into the game um which i i now know i could get to later but i i'm the type of person that there's a path i want to go down and i've got an open world but i want to achieve so much and get enough gear to keep moving on that starting this one with all of you at the same time Mm. has felt really nice and being able to see like things on the usual websites that I go to about how to find a Hylian shield early in the game, or have you tried this little step? I don't want to be spoiled, but, if I can crack something a little bit earlier in the game and make my life a little bit easier and see all the cool things people are creating, like helicopters with the fans and and a couple of logs and a a platform is like, I can have helicopters in this game. And you know, I love helicopters in open world games. So (laughs) um, yeah, it's, that's my big, long sentence.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's a very long sentence, but But, yeah.
4: yeah. Can I I ask you guys, so like you couldn't do those things in the first game, right? Like in terms of the, the the building. The fans built
0: this game. And by the fans, I mean the people yeah. that like it, not the actual fans that are in the game. Oh, the fans the, are great. The <laughs> fans are great. They're excellent. Um, the fans mm. built this game because if you watch the speedrunning community and all of the Twitch and the YouTube stuff, and I don't Other, know if anybody's really brought this up, but I've gone completely dark on Zelda. I don't look up anything. Yeah. I don't know anything about the game. Mm. And it's, it's very rare that Other I do fun. that for a game. But yeah. Um everyone's doing really cool stuff like they would freeze a rock, they would hit it six yeah. times, stand on the rock, launch themselves halfway across the map, and people love that stuff. They clip through things and do all sorts of stuff that speedrunners love to do. And I mean, Nintendo built a game in the original Breath of the Wild that you could finish very quickly if you were good enough. Mm. Um and so I think they saw that and they were just like, "Okay, let's just put all of the toys and the tools and wacky stuff and whack it into what is it? it's built on havoc or something, which is a physics engine yeah. and put it onto this tiny cartridge <laughs> which it it is, is. and just make it all work. We'll just, it's, yeah. it's Lego. Like we'll stick it all together and you just build whatever the, whatever you want to build. And the crazy thing is you don't even need to build this stuff. Um, you can get through the game without building some sort of wacky yeah, totally. helicopter spring fan contraption thing. Uh, uh, it's, but it's there if you want to. So um, the original game had all of that Joe, but it wasn't, as obvious and it wasn't a core mechanic. Yeah. It It wasn't like a
4: fan and you couldn't like, like, I think part of the, I have no idea what's going on in the story. I'll just say that now people start talking and I'm just mashing. The I don't think button. they know what's going on. It doesn't matter. I just want to play. Like, and, I, and, I, yeah. and I don't know why I do this, but I come across somebody and I start talking to them and I'm like, why am I talking to them? Next person. Yeah. I start talking to them. Why am I talking yeah. to them? <laughs> I keep on <laughs> talking to them um, because yeah. I'm hoping they're going to give me something. And there's a couple of times where if you don't talk to them, it doesn't progress the story. So mm, I, I figure that yeah. out, but like, the game allows you to very much play it how you want to play it. Like there's a part very early on, and I don't, that's what I was going to say, sorry. I don't want to spoil the exploration side of it, let's say. Like That's where mm. the fun is because my son's playing it too and I'm trying not to watch what he's doing, but he wants to watch what I'm doing because he's much further ahead than me. I haven't played it too much. Um, but you get the first time you can get one of those little flying things. It doesn't even necessarily... Oh, I had no you, idea. You, you don't seen... have to go that way. Like Like I just... No. Went that way because I saw somebody was there that I could talk to and I just stupidly want to talk to them, even though I don't want to know what they're saying. And I went that way, I spoke to them and I look and there's these little things I can, I ramp and I'm like, well, I obviously I can fly. And I get to my destination just from that sh- straight away. And the physics, like you said, the physics in this game, um, it's a shame it's on the switch. i got to say like the first time I played it, uh, Ali, my wife was just like this, what, what, this looks terrible. Um, <laughs> but- <laughs> And, and every now and then there's shadows of birds and I don't know why they did shadows on birds because it looks so bad like when, when when you're in the grass and you see the shadows it just I'm sorry oh. it looks terrible you you forget it though when you play the game you, do. This is, you forget yeah. it you forget yeah. it and you just it, it doesn't mean it doesn't matter
0: it I... really doesn't matter only Nintendo could release a game like Breath of the Wild on a console that was already dated when it came out. The Switch was not running on exceptional hardware. And then six years later... Um, on what is basically the equivalent of a potato, they've popped this ridiculous yeah. ridiculously huge beautiful, wonderful game and it's I mean it's ugly beautiful um, because looking at some of those grass and the frames dip so low, like yeah. we're in a we're in yeah. a 4K 60 frames per uh, 60 frames per second era where everyone's like if it doesn't do that I'm not going to play it and then they play this and like oh we'll give Zelda a pass because it's you know, um, but I give it a pass 100%, I don't yeah. care Why if it runs that slower than it does I'd still keep playing it.
3: It's yeah. because it's
2: of all the reasons that you're brought up because it's so immersive and mm. because it's constantly giving you that opportunity to think yep. and to problem solve and, and to play the game on your own terms. 100%. That's what allows it that, that pass, you know, and, and Nintendo has been doing that for years with the yeah. graphics and their games and, and, you know, doing cell shaded stuff and, you know, mm. just do whatever they can to sort of like get the most out of the hardware. But yeah, I, I mean, we are all having a similar experience, I imagine, playing it. But what is similar about that experience is that we are all able to play however we want to. <laughs> and that's, so yeah. they, those experiences could all
4: look completely different. You know, yeah. um, if you think you can, you can. Like if you think, oh, yeah. can I do this thing? Like can I do whatever? Shoot an arrow through fire, pick up a barrel, and you know whatever. Like you think. That rock looks like I can smash it. You could smash it. You know, can I get to that point by doing this weird thing with my fans? Yes, you can. Um, It it just lets you play. It's so much fun to play. It it really should just be
0: called, oh, what's that? Because, like, (laughs) that's (laughs) what I constantly (laughs) say. I'm like, it's just like, I'm going to go down this road. It's the biggest open world of all time because every two seconds, you're just like, oh, what's that? And then you head off to the left or the right, and then all of a sudden you look on the map, and you're like, I wasn't supposed to be here, I don't think. Yeah, I was Um, heading in the opposite direction completely yeah and there's no real way it doesn't really like because the game is i'll talk about the difficulty later but like there's no real it's just like you can go one of four different directions for this quest if you want maybe yeah you want to is this the quest you want to follow or you could just and then some guy starts talking to you about how his mate got stuck down a well and then you go down this well (laughs) and then it leads to some other deeper section and it's just like this is ridiculous Sorry, go ahead, John. Oh
3: No,
1: you're right. It's it, There's so many quests that come up and it's like, here's your four main quests, but you're let's go down the well and introduce this whole depths part and you get the three levels in the game all of a sudden. Didn't even realize it was another part of the game about to be introduced because they've just said to you, well, here's four places you've got to go to, to try and rescue Zelda. Hmm. Um, I, I found it really interesting that like Joe would say, if there's a solution, you can get it. And I was finding in my first couple of plays I was hitting these walls because I was thinking, well, there's something I can do there, but I don't know how to do it. And then half an hour into the game, it presents me with all the tools I needed to do that. It was purposely letting me see something that I want to do and then not giving me the opportunity to do it. It's kind of Metroidvania in that way, but almost just short of annoyingly so because it leaves just enough time to – to introduce you to a new concept later on so that you can connect it back to that thing you saw half an hour earlier. And it's just short of being annoying. Like if it had if been a few minutes longer, I'd be like, oh, screw you for giving me that now. Not.
3: You know? Yeah, I, I agree,
4: yeah. John. There was a couple of, what do they call them? Dungeons where you go into the green yeah. spirally things above. Trine. Trine. Trine, yeah. Thank you. Um, and there was two that I did at the very beginning of the game that I couldn't do with my current abilities and i have to go back to them later yes because i needed a i needed a gliding thing um and Ah, and it it it, i I, because i was exploring because it's funny when i first started playing it i said like i I was thinking to myself i'm only going to play this on the weekends and i'm going to play jedi survivor during the week because during the week (laughs) week, i might only get (laughs) bite-sized moments to play and Like Zelda requires a lot of gameplay at one time, but that's not true. I, I, I totally was wrong about that. You can play, I, 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 I feel that you can play Zelda for five minutes, um, and, you know, kids call you over to do something or whatever. That's it. That you can have an experience in this game in five minutes. Like I said, just by one little Mm. puzzle or one little shrine or whatever it might be. Um, yeah, at the beginning, I was frustrated um, and lucky my son had played it. And he said, You can't, you just can't. And I was trying all these sorts of things, trying all these wacky stuff. And I just, he said, You need this paraglider thing. And then I got that and it opened up a lot more. And I, this seems to be stuck in the spiral where you get the abilities. What what are the abilities called? The arm things, whatever they are. There's, oh, the, 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 the orbs of light that take mm, the. There's thing more off to your come. Arm, yeah. It seems yeah. really cool. Um, but yeah why it's, like it's perfect for
2: switch as well right that fact that you can play five minutes of it it's perfect for that console because you could play it you know do 10 minutes you know on on the train or something and then it's for me it's a game that's like perpetually in in the sleep state like at the moment my, yeah, my wife yeah. and I are playing it and we're not ever quitting out of it to do anything and we're just like get up to a certain point and then put the put the switch off and then yeah. pick it up the next day and you're straight back into the game like it's
3: just mm. yeah so well,
0: yeah. For a single player game, it's, it's very cooperative in the same way. Like you said that you are yes. playing with your wife, like it's just the yep. sort of thing where you, you know, it, sometimes when you pass the controller over in games, you know, you might get a little bit bored because maybe you're not playing it or you're not as engaged. I won't say you're bored, but you're not as engaged. But in this, there's just so much to say and so much to do. And there's so much of like the, you should try that thing. And then my wife's just like, you know what? I got this. I'm going to do this thing instead. I'm yeah. like, that's not going to work. And she's just yeah. like, I'll show you.
3: And <laughs> yeah. Surely enough,
0: she shows me, but the the way that she approaches you know, certain things in the game is she, she completely bypasses the mechanics where she connects things together. She does everything with three logs. If there's three logs, she's like, I'm going to yeah, make it, it through this, this, this thing. Whereas I'm making like wacky yeah. contraptions. Right. But I, I will just quickly say on, on breath of the wild, if my wife had not have played breath of the wild, she would pick this game up and she'd be like, no, nah, this is too hard for me. I'm not playing this because mm. of how heavy at the beginning, it leans in on making these wacky Lego contraptions. And yeah. I mean, controller wise, it's not brilliant in the way that you do that. It's very mechanically, it's very clever with the way mm. you connect things, but controlling it
4: is feeling. To- it's hard, yeah. I, I think it's. I, I think they've you done think rotating
0: things stuff. and spinning things is all pretty straightforward because I'm rotating yeah. things on weird angles and I can't get it back to the way that I want it and all
4: sorts. of You got to get it on the right axis before you can rotate it to make it like you, you are. Absolutely, that's right. it. Well, that's that, it. Once, you, once you get that, your head around that. Uh, I just think when they gel things together, it took me a while to figure out which way was forward and which way was back on the fans. <laughs> I kept yep. on putting them on backwards. Yeah. Uh, but once yep. I figured that out, I'm like, it's actually. 'Cause I'm like, I'm never gonna build. It's gonna be take too long. No, nah, it doesn't take long. It takes like you can you can build something that works in I reckon thirty seconds. Um yeah, and, true. and it saves a lot of time. I don't even have a horse in the game, and I'm I'm sure you can get horses in this game, right? I, I got a yes. horse just recently, yeah. but
3: okay. I
0: can you get need your it. horses from the previous game, which is yeah. awesome. Your your horses are waiting for you in the stable from the last game, yeah. That's Not
2: amazing. Really.
3: Mm.
2: It's so funny that you mentioned that, Jace, because like with my wife and I, like we have certain parts of the game that we really enjoy and we have our own approach, but we love playing it together. So it doesn't matter who's playing the game. The other will be sitting on the couch watching and giving advice. My like, toxic trait in the game is every time she gets to a certain obstacle i'm like i can build something yeah. fix that, <laughs> and i'll build like this ridiculous you know it'll be a raft and it's not using three logs you know it's using every single bit of material that i can find this yeah, raft.
0: And,
3: then, and, then be,
2: yeah and then there'll be a ramp built onto the raft and this will all a yacht, just be a
3: super yacht, yeah yeah,
2: yeah. this will all just be to swim across you know like five seconds
4: of water and then climb up a hill. You know, it would yep. take, it would take yeah.
2: 20 seconds to do it her way, but I want to spend 45 minutes building something. I, I
4: awesome. wonder if we've all done the same part. That it was a side mission, but there was a guy on one side of the of a river and then yep. his mate was on the other side. Have you guys all yep. done that? I've done that. I haven't actually, no. Yeah. Okay. It was very early on and it was like, I think they wanted you to build the raft to get across yes. and carry the guy. I built like this really long bridge across. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. later on, like just up the hill from that, um, there were some guys looking for treasure and I went back down, picked up my really long log thing, brought it back up as I'm carrying it. I didn't realize that because it was so long, this, this thing was ridiculous. There was obviously a, a flame somewhere. So the front of it caught fire. Oh. I didn't see, I brought it over, put it down and half of it's like gone. It was just like, well, welcome to Zelda. I'm like, yeah. That's hilarious. That was really is,
0: funny. Is anyone finding it hard? Like, like combat-wise, Yeah, combat-wise, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, combat I found being able sort of you know, to stick, stick things to arrows. And so I'm playing a long-distance game, a sniper game. Yep. with yeah. a lot of the enemies and keeping them at yep. a distance. Like especially I'll go find flower bombs and even uh, the eyes from those bat things to make my mar- arrows more accurate or finding ways to just set fire to everything yeah. around them at a distance and really take them out. Um, yeah, I
2: think Jono's got the secret there. I think it's it's about sort of like whittling them down from a distance using your yeah, arrows before you actually get then, into any like yeah, real
4: and combat. Taking with up them. Yeah, taking one person with a sword, yeah. yeah. I feel um, like there's like some enemies early on that you're not supposed to fight. Like there's some big golem type creatures.
1: No, like taking there, out this.
4: There was one where there were like the little dudes, the hobgoblins, whatever they're called. Yep. <laughs> on their back, like they, it was just like they were just oh, sitting there. I haven't there. seen that one. And yeah. I come a, across this guy. out of the ground. Talus, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. like yeah, nah, I'm, I'm gonna bounce. Like, are I you guys, and, Do you have upgraded armor or hit. something?
0: Because I'm, I'm getting, I'm dying in one hit. Yeah, and oh, I've got I just like six Yeah, I had the happing.
1: Yeah, I've got five. Um, it's a distance game for me. It's very much how how can I take you out with arrows, enhanced arrows yeah the and I
2: feel as I feel as though that's kind of like just probably like playing cautiously as well is is yeah. a part of it, right? It's like mm-hmm. we'll let you go anywhere, but yeah, I do agree. there's areas where you're probably not meant to be, mm-hmm. and so like you need to realize like, okay. This, I need to come back get stronger, get more armor. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's what I'm doing. come back. Yeah. See, Do, in, in, anyone... in the
0: first game, getting, getting, fair, sorry, Jono, getting the no, fairies was a big component of being able to, yeah, uh, being able to upgrade. I haven't found one of them yet. I've seen where they might live, but it's not as straightforward mm. as it was back in the old one. Um, but I think part of my issue is, is patience. I'm approaching this, yeah. like setting the grass on fire, flying up in the air, <laughs> trying to do like, you know, crazy ground, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z ground pounding moves and stuff like that. So, <laughs> cool. And, yeah. uh, I probably should be a little bit more patient and play like a bit of more of a, a stealth game, but the game, the visuals around the game and the way that it looks, it almost makes it seem like you can just rush in and hack and slash Mm. and you just
4: can't you're like you you can parry and dodge it's so cool and then flurry that's if you remember the controls
0: to do it yeah Yeah, that's my problem
4: (laughs) i think yeah as i
2: was saying um that my wife was saying that all the commentary around it being difficult could relate to the fact that people spent so long playing breath of the wild and getting so skilled with it and having their characters so built up Yep. And because this game feels so much like you're just back into playing Breath of the Wild, everyone's yes. forgotten that when they first started playing that game, that they had no hearts, no power, no armor, you know, their weapons did no damage. And so, yeah, they're oh, kind of rushing in and dying a
0: lot. I will say that my, my wife is, she plays a, a number of different video games and some of them are quite, quite difficult. Um, but, she hasn't quite figured out like the tropes in video games yet. And so when the game started and she had yes. all the hearts from the previous game, <laughs> I saw this smile on her face and she's like, I've got this. And the moment it just went, yeah. I, knew, I knew it was coming. It was hundred yeah. percent coming. There's no way they're going to let you go into this game <laughs> with oh, any hearts. It's like and the just rules are her free, face, right? just Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. The yeah free. No. So yeah. are were going to say something, Jono?
1: Oh, uh, I was going to say, did anyone have the same problem I did when you first got the Zona wing? So you know that wing Thing that you can stand on,
0: you get oh, where you're jumping it. on it repeatedly, trying to like get it to go off platforms. Yeah, so you go yeah.
4: To the side it moves, and go to the back yeah. Of, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, the races. F-
1: the first time it appears up in the sky in the tutorial level, yeah, you're not actually near one of the launching pads that it uses. No. I didn't even realize they didn't even explain that to you. It no, wasn't yeah. until the first time I put it on one that I realized. So my first contraption had five fans on it <laughs> one on the back four underneath and i jumped on it and turned on all the fans yeah. and it's just tipped me off and into the yeah. the depths, yeah. and i've died and i was going, what maybe I got the fans it. in the wrong place it you took know, four more goes before i went, just gave up and then found yeah, out how to do it
0: it's funny i thought it was a design choice but it's actually a, a memory issue with the switch not being able to keep up with it where if you like build one of those contraptions and save the game and then mm. you die it disappears but if you reload the game it's gone so you you're committed to what you like the game doesn't keep things in their place. Yeah. Um. If you die, it just disappears from where it was. And that's, I thought it was a design choice, but I'm pretty sure the switch just can't handle it, which is completely yeah. fine. It, it just makes it, it just means that like you really got to commit to what you're doing and hope for the best.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you guys mentioned about like the game not teaching you what to do a lot of the times, and that's really fun. Like I, I got something that looked like a missile the last time I played, and I put yeah. it on my flying contraction, and I thought, oh, I can hit that, and it's going to shoot off. No, <laughs> it, it, it made my whole contraption just fly off into the distance at light speed, and I'm just like, okay, I guess that's what that does. But I, I got to say that, I, I mentioned how much I like the parry thing. When I did that tutorial, mm. It, mm. It, it, it just let you do it once. You know, yeah, once and I thought that was really not
1: yeah a missed opportunity.
4: It was a missed opportunity. They should have made you fight like three enemies. At least <laughs> practice it a little bit more. Um, I felt that was that was funny. But <laughs> what was what I what was hilarious when I, I was playing it? Like I said, I'm really into it. Talking to my wife about it all the time. I'm like, it reminds me a lot of of Elden Ring. Yep. but it's not so creepy. And as soon as I said that, I come across these two little friendly guys, go- like two little dudes. They're, they're nice. They're brothers. they got some airship thing or something, and they look so creepy. Mm. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> I, guess, I guess this game does creepy too. But, yeah, like like I know I poo-pooed the graphical power of the Switch, and there's no denying that I, it, it's not I'm shocked right? it runs on but the Switch at all. <laughs> like the, the style of the characters, the, the design of, of the enemies, the design of your yeah. armor and everything, it's really cool. I like, think that's why you don't notice it. but but what other game nowadays is going to come out like a, like a triple a game and not have um, like voice dialogue for characters. Like everything does, who cares? Like it doesn't matter. Like this game is about Mm. playing it. um, And it's just so much fun to play. And it's going to, I can't Mm. wait. Like I don't want to have things spoiled. Like I'm not watching the latest donkey video. I want to, I just want to experience the game on my own as much as I possibly can. um, and, And, and just learn and have fun with it. But, just like you said, Jace, what people did with the last game, with with the limitations of of that, and then Nintendo making this game with just with so much freedom. And I'm sure, like I said, so much more to come. Like I, I've, you get an option to go. I don't think this is a spoiler. Like in in the game as it goes on, like it says, go to one of these points. Yeah, I went northeast. Where did you guys go first? Bottom um, left. I was, I was heading northeast. West. I haven't got there yet. Yeah, that, that's yeah. I yeah. I've I've only just just about got there. Um, but like, I can't wait to, to hear your stories about what you did along the way and what you got there. And mm. You know, it's, it's, it's such a fun game in that way.
2: Jono and I have a friend who's, who's also playing this that we work with. And I think they raised a really good point around the building mechanic and saying how your know, games like this have a really long life, but yep. then like, once you're finished with the story, the well then what do you do? And by implementing this whole like building mechanic, it still gives people that ability to create and come up with cool things, yeah. you know, like, like the speedrunners that Jace mentioned, like it, it gives an ongoing lifespan, you know, to the game. Even once we've discovered all the little secrets, amazing.
1: So yeah. incredible. So again, I'm going to make a, on that point, I'm going to make a prediction. This is my, Joe is usually the one that predicts gaming trends and what's coming up. Here's my prediction. The next game on the next console from Nintendo is going to be the Breath of the Wild slash Tears of the Kingdom equivalent of Zelda The Four Swords where four of us will come together as different Zeldas from different times using these (laughs) abilities to go (laughs) crazy. It's going to be Minecraft slash Zelda essentially. That's my prediction. We'll wait to see if that comes true. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, So I'm curious about two things. Do any of you have, I know some of you do, do any of you have Amiibos that you've tried out? Mm. Because apparently there's a lot of Cool gear that drops,
3: yeah. Ah.
1: I, I got
4: the uh, the is it Tune Link, I think it is. And I get I get fish, and I, I get I got a, a treasure chest as well. But I get lots of fish, and I can make cool food with fish.
1: Apparently, I multiple haven't taps... even tried
4: mine. No, I no. have got tried a new one,
2: and I and I haven't tried them. I didn't think it'd work.
4: Oh, I want I, the I, new one. I, yeah, the new one looks cool.
1: Uh, apparently, multiple taps will um, on most of them will give you. Uh, an armor set, a, a piece by piece. I think there's three oh, pieces for the armor set.
3: Once. You once can tap more than
1: once, once a day, once a day, and you'll potentially huh. get a drop for like the costume of that character.
0: Wow! So wow.
1: just a little aside that I read, are that these I thought just Zelda
0: really cool. amiibos, or are they anything?
1: Uh, it seems to be just the Zelda amiibos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know the Zelda do it. ones do. Yeah, yeah.
0: If I tapped, tapped my Ryu, one and I get yeah. like a, <laughs> a, I'll I'll, I'll uh, oh,
1: a red glove and a bandana, that would be. <laughs> cool. I'll see what's. I'll see what's
0: cool. funny in in Monster Hunter and all of them. You can get Ryu as a skin, and they yeah. I add like elements of like that. You know, like there's some of the powers yeah. you're doing. I'm running around as a Kuma at the moment in in Monster Hunter That's Rise. So cool. it's, um, Capcom do Love really that. cool crossover stuff.
1: Yeah. I completely have a second question on it, but it's uh, escaped my memory. So I've
4: got a question: Is it going to be Game of the Year? Yeah, like like do you reckon reckon anything else coming out this year? Like I I, I'm super pumped for Spider Man Two. I I I think that's probably going to be more my jam than this. I got to say, but um, I, I can see you guys think so for a lot of people for yourselves this will be game of the year for sure right yeah. like it, yeah yeah, yeah, no it will be. yeah
1: i don't know yeah. you've listened to our game of the year episodes and they go in some wacky directions
2: <laughs> <laughs> well maybe not versus I mean, player game our, of the year, our game <laughs> of the year will be
0: completely different yeah it'll be some yeah, something you yeah, picked yeah. up on yeah. psp and then you could somehow convince us that it's the game of the year even though you can't understand it um yes. but that's the plan I, I think i i think you'd have to like as as I, as polished as 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 the Sony games are and stuff like that, they're going to have to do something real interesting, yeah, uh, to be able to compete with what's going on here. Because this is, you know, this, this is like delving more into sort of like Minecraft territory, or or even mm. I've never played it, but even like Roblox sort of stuff, and mm. um, and it's you know, it's it's a Nintendo IP, and um, uh, I just I don't know, man. I, I think somebody would have to do something really different. Yeah, to, I think the only thing sure.
1: that will work against it in that Roblox um, Minecraft aspect is the lack of the social connection Mm. because there's no way to play with another player in it. And I think that would,
0: but there there isn't, but what, what Rogan was saying before as well, like, we're all experiencing this at the same time, but the world is all yeah. experiencing it at the same time. And even though, again, we're not, we're not, well, some of us aren't going on to social media or seeing things on YouTube about it, everyone's sort of talking about what they're doing. And, and it's, yeah, it's this sort of, and, and then even the co op element of, of playing with somebody and saying, hey, check this out and passing the controller mm. around, it's hard to pull off now. It's, it's, yeah, it,
4: is, it is a system seller and it is a game that mm. non gamers play. Like I've got friends, um, I, a lady I used to work with who does not play video games much at all. and. She she is like super pumped for this i'm yeah. sure the kid on the way and she's like the, the switch is coming to the hospital with me i'm, I'm gonna you know oh. pay it as much as possible <laughs> but right. you That's said you awesome. know like your prediction i i reckon if nintendo come out with a new console sh- soon-ish I, I could see them doing that with this like apparently they're the- actually working on the new zelda already but no no yeah. i was gonna say like tears of the kingdom but four players like why yeah. not, like why not yeah. just open that up once the story's done, just let people have, enjoy that sandbox together. Um, well, but that the
1: legend of but- Zelda four swords is still yeah. one of the more expensive games to try and get on GameCube to this day. Yep. So yeah.
0: I, I think, I think Zelda is like a gateway drug to gaming for a lot of people.
3: Mm, um, yeah.
0: And Nintendo have those games on lockdown. Um, they mm. just, they make them they make yeah, the system yeah. sellers, you know, you Marios. And, 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 I mean, look as, as, you know, as, as, another just example, um, the amount of people that were playing animal crossing at the beginning of mm. COVID uh, oh, and, 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 and a year later still playing it. um, And mm. these are people who just got a switch because they're like, I'm stuck indoors. What's the console I'm going to get. It turns yeah. out for a lot of people, it was a switch. Yeah. Um, And that's, that's the power of Nintendo there. Oh, um, And I'm Sonyans. a senior kid saying that. So yeah, it's like, that's, yeah. <laughs>
4: Oh, so actually, Rogan, the very important yes. question: um, Mario mm-hmm. or Sonic? Oh, well,
3: come on, that's not a hard question. <laughs> we'll
2: go. So, I'll say Sonic, and the reason okay, I say Sonic yes! is. The Stop
3: the fuck up! Stop the
1: fuck
4: up! This is versus my own Blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, no,
1: no, no.
2: We the reason keep going. why. Um. So, the oh. first console that I bought with my own money, with a little bit of help from my nana. Was a Master System 2 yes. with built in Alex Kid. I can't argue but, with the Nana yes. component. N- Nano yeah. side,
4: okay, sure, nostalgia, Nana. But I also had, had, I
2: had the Grey Game Boy, and I yep. also remember um, renting from the video store down the road when I was in primary school the original Nintendo with Duck Hunt and, and Mario. And so the, those yeah, were my Monica. first
4: gaming so, so what memories, you're is- but. Mario is better, but you have nostalgia for <laughs> Sonic, I understand. I think that's it. Just, that. we'll just, just let him, let him, on. Doesn't let him out. Doesn't Nintendo <laughs> own Sega yeah, now anyway, so. <laughs> I
1: think they <I> this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, sure yes. Um, I did remember my question from earlier. So did, were any of you tempted by the collector's edition that was going for $184? Nope. No. It did not I, exist I, I had like a 30-second moment. I looked at it all and went, yeah, no, nah, I'm fine.
4: I do want. I do want that Amiibo though. I should have bought it when I. Yeah, I, so it. Yeah. I'll
1: I think get I. It I think there's a couple of places that might still have it. It's getting hard to get there. Um, I
2: was tempted to. I looked at both the collector's edition for Zelda, and then I was like, no. And then I looked at the collector's edition for Street Fighter Six, and when I was reading it in American dollars, I was tempted. And yeah. then when I saw the Australian price, and Ooh. saw that it was five hundred dollars <sighs> for the collector's what? edition, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, who is who is paying that mind? Like I my one rule that I have is that if it's Street Fighter, I'm allowed to buy it. And <laughs> and, and this is so I own a lot of Street Fighter stuff, weird Street Fighter stuff, but five hundred dollars too much. But no, no to the
1: collector's edition.
2: I actually yeah. bought it digitally.
1: I yeah, I was tempted to. Yeah. yeah cool. I felt like I wanted this physical to go with my other one. Um, I absolutely love this episode. It has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Thanks to our special guests on this episode Rogan for joining us and your awesome questions a little round of applause thank
3: you
2: thank you so much this this has been a dream of mine and
3: <laughs> it's so, so and it weird. actually has
2: been it has been so surreal because you know I listen to the podcast all the time and I'm laughing along at the jokes I feel like I know you all and then I'm like when you're asking questions of the audience I'm like saying yeah this is my answer but now I've actually been able to be on and give my answer and I just think it's great so I would love if you'll have me again I would love you're coming to do back. at some point yeah, absolutely uh, you coming back uh, with. a follow-up Zelda, you know, the story yeah. continues. I'd love to see where, where we've all taken it. But yeah, thank you so much. Really such a privilege. And yeah, it was great hanging out with you all. It was very fun. Very fun.
1: So it's such a, a nice pleasure to have you on, um, to add an extra voice and and to uh join the Sonic fandom. Um <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> so again if you'd like to Fill the guest spot once perhaps we have a competition going. The competition that previously was not known to anyone, Uh, you can write into I'd like to be on versus player versus player.com and we will definitely consider your request. Mario Uh, fans, please just come on. Someone, someone, we do have a screening process. This has been another versus player episode. (laughs) You can find us in the usual spots. in including versus player.com. So come and visit us there and we'll see you all again sometime very soon. Goodbye.
3: Bye.